0: I just want to start A flame in your heart In my heart I have but one desire And that one is you I just want to start A flame in your heart I've lost all ambition For worldly acclaim I just want to be the one you love And with your admission
2: All right. Welcome, everyone. So few delays there. My gosh. And that was uh, my fault trying to multitask, of course, and uh, not getting things ready appropriately uh, for the machinery to go. Uh, it's a uh, pretty and insane Friday. It's the 30th of October, 2020. And damn, is that crow coming up real good? Uh, lots of crow being served, lots of crow, lots of crow. Definitely. We see that we are what? Just a few days out to the election. Just a few days. Talking four days out for the election. And as I said to you early summer, early summer, I said, you know, things are going to happen. It did. Things are going to happen. It did lots of roadblocks, but we have been talking about their stealthy underground movements for a while. And the thing is, look, no matter how grim it looks, I mean, if we were talking about it last year, if we were talking about it in the winter, if we were talking about it in the spring, in the summer, and just a couple weeks ago as well, then it means we know. So if you know something's going to happen, you obviously can mitigate right? The thing is, the people don't know. And I've said this many, many times before. Division is the only way they win. The only way evil wins is by dividing the people. And, you know, you would think that it's the leftists dividing. But when we're talking infiltration, we're talking heavy-duty infiltration. Heavy-duty infiltration Because they're the ones causing the division. Your own people are causing the division. See, my listeners, Millie Weaver's audience, you know, they all know. They all know exactly um, what is happening. Because we've been telling you. If you remember, last year in the fall said, Hey, you know, if all else fails in twenty twenty, we got biological weapons, aliens, right? We put it out there, we told you. And it seems that the that the, the, this information that has been packaged so nicely by Million Video and obviously me audio and, and written word, we've been telling the world what they're doing. Right. We've been telling the world what they're doing and nobody wants to cover it. You know, now people have to eat crow. I mean, the same people that were tweeting uh, Ali Akbar, trashing Millie and I have to now show the world the facts because facts are facts and they're losers because they have tons and tons of money. Tons and tons of time, tons and tons of resources, and not one of them can actually deliver the truth. Not one of them does any journalism. Not one. And, you know, it's, it's pretty funny. You know, this division is so disgusting. I mean, it's so sad. They prevent the truth from going to the people because of egos. Just like they did Shadowgate. Everyone who stayed silent on Shadowgate is responsible for the crap that we're in right now. And now they could have told you this in February when the first video of the 100-day siege was coming out. They had a 100 days. What is it? It's, it's four days to the election. So they've been planning and training for 96 days. Hmm. And they didn't tell the world because of ego, because they don't want to promote someone that always has the scoop and doesn't have the resources they do. They just can't fathom that they battle to prevent the truth from reaching you who not the left, the right, the people that are supposed to be on our side, the people that are supposed to be supporting our president, our republic. And our freedoms. Because divided, you're weak. And ergo, when you're weak and you're divided, you fight. Look at them. Look at them. I, I mean, you've known about this, right? You've seen it coming. Here's the report. Let me, let me show you the report from February. February, not yesterday, not the day before that February, but they didn't want to touch it because it's actual news and they don't want to give credibility to actual people that are doing these things. 100 day siege. That was two months ago. Hold on. Let's go further back, further back. Oh, she just uploaded that one then.
3: Hold on. Red alert. This is not a here.
2: Here is a video that was re-repackaged. This is where we were telling you the 100 day has kicked off. I want you to listen to it because now now you see the mainstream media wants to be your friend. Mm, great. It's not even working for me. We have been plowing through so much stuff. It's just crazy. I, I haven't even slept going through hours of video. Here we
3: go. Drill, I repeat, this is not a drill. A Marxist youth bloody revolution has been initiated. Our undercover just recorded Sunrise Movement's announcement of a nationwide 100-day siege on the eve of the Bohemian Grove cremation of care ritual, changing their Sunrise logo into the wide awake all-seeing eye. They claim to be finishing the work of Reconstructionism, purposefully kicking off a continuation of the American Civil War.
4: This is really the moment that this broken system could...
3: After they get Biden elected through street tactics, they will overtake his administration. So now we're going to take actions they cannot ignore. On election day, they plan to take civil unrest to voting polls in suburban and Republican areas. They will be targeting Trump's poll watchers. The claim that they are agents of intimidation to keep black and brown people from voting. So as we ramp up to the election, we know there's a lot that's going to be stopping black and brown people and young people from voting. Polling places are being shut down. And we've heard that Trump has called for 50K poll watchers which we all know that means there's going to be an army of terrorizers to scare black and brown people from voting. It's going to be rough. So they claim they are going to be protesting at the polls to help protect brown and black people. But minorities have had open access to voting booths, just like everyone else. The real goal is to scare and intimidate conservative voters away by having these violent groups Present at the polls. That's why we need to show up like never before. You really think they aren't going to physically attack Trump voters given the opportunity? It's time to win some. Sh- so after showing our power on election day, we'll actually start to dictate how we rebuild society. We young people, we really need to get out there and f- fight like our lives depend on it because it really does, y'all.
4: The revolution is here, y'all. It is outside our doorsteps and it's up to each and every one of us to decide who we are. Are we the vanguards of this revolution? Are we wide awake on this call and ready to bring the revolution to the doorsteps of our leaders from dawn until dusk?
3: I think we are. Looks like George Soros is down for another round of happy making and he will send his goons after you if necessary. For more reports, you can go to ban. Video or millennial. Yeah, she needs
2: to change that because she's not with InfoWars, but she needs to change that. So this is from two months ago when they kicked it off. Before that, we talked about it. Before that, there were more videos. And today, people have decided to do it. Why? Not because they wanted to, but because they got caught trying to take the story and say that they've infiltrated the movement. I'm um, I'm letting you know and I've said this before and I hate it when I I loathe and I hate the word hate I loathe when I um when I am so (laughs) black-hatted but man that is just that was wrong that was very wrong that they would silence questions and do things like that I mean (laughs) same, same people. And it had to be done. I mean, even this morning when it, you know, Steve Bannon, who I have amazing respect for, played her clip and said, you know, yeah, she's got the receipts. And there was Jack Posobiec and and, and Steve Bannon clearly said, yeah, so you've sat in on these Zoom calls. No, he hasn't. I know everybody's name who was on that Zoom call, vetted down to the personas. Nobody else was in there. So he's lying to other reporters saying it's his, but that he's helping Millie in some way. Please take a walk. The thing is, the good news is, is that it's out there and the news should be out there. It should be out there, period, because this is horrific. Now, aside from what they're trying to do, this coup, right, which is a very big problem in regards to unrest. Right. We don't need that unrest in our nation. We need safety and security. That should be the first thing everyone, everyone that is a reporter that is working within the government should be doing first is what? Making sure that the people are secure. We should be united in that. We shouldn't be separated in that. Again, these people are armed. I told you that the real work starts after the election. Uh, After this election, up until he gets put in, right to office and sworn in. This is where the real work is. They want blood. They hate you so bad. So bad they want blood. And for me, the fact that the mainstream media there's two there's two things and I want to say that the first one that I'm going to say can't be true because if it is true, none of them should be doing media. So the first idea is oh well they don't want to, you know, you know, they don't trust Millie's or yours reporting when nothing has been wrong. Nothing. Okay, let's pretend that's something petty. But the other thing is, what if they didn't want to report it because they wanted another Charlottesville? Hmm? What if they didn't want to report it because they wanted another Charlottesville? That's scary if you think about it. Because remember, It was the left and the right that were at Charlottesville. So the question is, you know, what if they wanted to have another Charlottesville? That would make more sense than the fact that they're petty. And that's it. For me, if they were petty, that's disgusting. Like all of them are petty. Like people are tweeting this handbook today oh look i got this handbook this federal guideline of how to like slow walk things it's like um yeah i tweeted that days ago and millie's been talking about it i've been talking about it it's not news why are you saying it's news now so now what did they get caught did they get caught trying to set up another charlottesville on our president because suddenly everyone's mitigating and jumping in on the story what's the deal Oh, we didn't see the story. Stop. Stop. You see where I'm going with this? You see where I'm going with this? What? Now all of these, you know, pundits and investigative, supposedly journalists are coming out with the information that has been put out over months now. I want you to remember these people, I don't think they did it because they're petty. I think they did it because they wanted another Charlottesville. Like, that's the only explanation. Because if it's petty, they shouldn't be in this line of business. You're not supporting the people if you refuse to cover stories. See, I'll cover somebody's story even if I hate them. Even if I don't like them. Even if, you know, they wear underwear that offends me. Or if their face offends me. Or if, you know, whatever. The truth is a truth. And if you're a journalist... And you're not covering a story because of being petty? Damn. So because I don't think all of them are petty, I'm going to go with door number two and say that I believe that this infiltration has been taken to the point where they wanted another Charlottesville. Remember, the MIC is very smart and nifty. Very smart. Very nimble. And don't forget, Pelosi yields a lot of power, right? Here's, remember yesterday what we heard Pelosi say, right? Let me play it again, because I found a good, concise clip so we can go through her mask holding
1: talk. Well, she's very powerful, guys. But we are ready. I feel very confident that Joe Biden will be elected president on Tuesday, whatever the end count is, but... On the election that occurs on Tuesday, he will be elected on January 20th. He will be inaugurated president of the United States. So while we don't want to be overconfident or assume anything, we have to be ready for how we are going to go down a different path. Uh, You said you're confident in Joe Biden
5: on Tuesday here. I want to kind of ask you to look into the future a little bit on the coronavirus but other issues that could come okay. up here.
6: You always talk about your caucus and the, the beauty and the mix here. There's a lot That's of right. diverse opinions. That's right. Do you think, though, that that could be a problem, whether it be on coronavirus or some of these other legislative initiatives, of environment, voting rights, John Lewis, those things, where, where, where it's pushed too far and that there is a schism between more moderates in your caucus and, and, and yeah.
1: What they intend to do, and, what, no. What, and no, I don't. Uh, our caucus has a beautiful array of thinking of generational, gender, gender ID, ethnic background, geographic differences, and the rest. But the one thing uh, that unites us is our commitment to America's working families, and that that means our children, their health, their education, the economic security of their families, a clean, safe environment, including gun safety in which they can thrive in a world at peace, in which they can reach their fulfillment. Uh, So, again, we don't, any of us, want to lead or represent a caucus that is lockstep, lockstep caucus. We invite the exuberances, the differences of opinion, and we do not see that as a problem. We see that as an invigoration. Yes, ma'am.
6: Speaker, um, the economy grew at an annual rate of 33.1 percent in the
1: third quarter. Does President Trump deserve any credit for that? The CARES Act deserves credit for that. Uh, the, uh, we had lost ground in the second quarter. Uh, this barely makes up for that, and the CARES Act uh, deserves credit for injecting the resources into the economy. Whether it's uh, then in our subsequent CARES and the subsequent PPP. Uh, so it's as if, if somebody used an example this morning, as if you lost $100 in the second quarter, and now you're making up uh, $65, glory, hallelujah, no. And and if we don't pass a, re, a recovery bill, a, 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 COVID, a COVID-19 bill, that, that we, we will face dire circumstances.
2: So I want you to take a think for a second what I'm telling you, because, you know, if we fail, if our nation fails, the world fails. They've started lockdowns and FEMA camps for people refusing to get testing in other countries. Right. They have started to round people up. They have started to force vaccines on people. So, again, you had the president of the United States enter the office How many people were working against him? Think about it. He had the FBI, the clandestine CIA, the visible CIA, private contractors, the military industrial complex, State Department, his own previous Joint Chiefs of Staff. It was not Miles Taylor. uh, You know, his own people that were in his office that were supposed to be upholding oath of office that they took. Against him. Do you not think that the media, we're not talking about the clearly insane, you know, bought and paid for mouthpieces of Pelosi media. We're talking the media that you think is on your side minus t- couple people that you can count on your hand you think they weren't in on it why would they didn't we tell you about the great reset i think millie and i were having a conversation over you know uh covid and this great reset and how they're going to bring in all these things back in march and we were telling you guys what they were doing now now four days out to the election four days before they stormed the streets with guns and kevlar vests They decide that they want to talk about it because we made enough noise to get heard because they were muffling us out. Do you see how they stomp you out? They remove you. They arrest you. You're involved in crashing our plan. You're exposing the military industrial complex. You are exposing the plan of this great reset to take over. And all those people don't do. If anyone says, oh, you know, I didn't see you. I mean, you're not like established media, Millie Weaver or Tory. So, yeah, but you got my email. You got my text. And I know my friend texted you too. And my other friend texted you too. And my other one. And my other one. And my other one. And you got my DM too. So don't pretend that you're a good journalist. Because I'm telling you. After the president is sworn in. I'm going to drop the list. But no. Not the list. The documentary. About those that the government has targets on. But for all you sellouts. That refuse to tell the people the truth. You go by guidelines. You know what? Glenn. Glenn Greenwald said it best. And it's almost as if I knew he was going to talk about this because we talked about it a couple weeks now that I told you media's changing, man. They're all bought. They got busted and they know that we knew and they feel they realized that they're on a list now. They're all on the list. And this is ooh, I hate it when I get angry. I loathe when I get angry. I don't like the word hate. Because it is not fair to the people. Free press is just that, free. You are not supposed to be told what you're allowed to report. You are not allowed to say that you are free press when you are purposely smothering a story. I mean, they all loved retweeting crap about Millie. None of them retweeted her exoneration, right? Ali buried me with what? Old news? Three-year-old news? Please take a walk, dude. I have battled it out with the whole state. You're going to come in and tell me who I am? Now they get to eat crow because they got busted. They got busted for, for choking a story. Choking a story. They got busted. So that said, they got busted.
7: A lot about that question. Greenwald is a traditional leftist. He's committed above all to forcing transparency on people who hold power. Years ago, Greenwald co-founded a news site called The Intercept. Today, he resigned. In a statement, Greenwald explained why, quote, The Intercept's editors, in violation of my contractual right of editorial freedom, censored an article I wrote this week, refusing to publish it unless I removed all sections critical of Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden, candidate vehemently supported by all New York-based Intercept editors involved in this effort at suppression. And he went on. Greenwald's full statement is up tonight at an Internet platform called Substack, which is not yet censored. No matter who you plan to vote for next week, we recommend that you read it. Glenn Greenwald joins us tonight. Glenn, thanks so much for coming on. The idea of you resigning from a a news organization you helped found
6: is is stunning. Tell us why you did Well, the news organization that I co-created was in 2013 at the height of the Snowden reporting. I left The Guardian to do it because I was seeing that there were a lot of constraints imposed on journalism and their ability, our ability to report freely against governments, against power centers, against all kinds of institutions that wield authority. And the premise of the news outlet the core overarching premise, the reason it was created was to ensure that journalists would always have complete journalistic independence and editorial freedom, never have to pull punches journalistically or pay homage to pieties because of the preferences, the partisan or ideological preferences of editors or of anybody else. That was the core founding idea and vision. And then that is what makes it so amazing that at the very outlet that I co-created that was built on my reputation, my credibility, my journalistic accomplishments, then tried to intervene to censor me six days before an election because I wanted to publish reporting and analysis about the evidence that raises serious questions about the conduct of the candidate that all of the editors at that outlet vehemently and enthusiastically support.
7: I would imagine that some of our viewers don't read The Intercept, you live outside our country, which is one of the reasons I think you say what you think is true. Tell us what this portends for the future here in the United States.
6: So The Intercept was actually, for a while, a unique publication. And and, and I think the vision I just described is one reason. But another was that it was intended, above all else, to be highly skeptical of the claims of intelligence agencies. At the time when we were doing the reporting, the attacks were coming from the NSA, the CIA, the deep state against me, against my source, Edward Snowden, and against the reporting. And we knew they were lying constantly and disseminating propaganda in a very powerful way. So we set out to say, we're going to investigate them. We're going to be skeptical of them. We're going to subject their assertions to critical scrutiny. And I am so embarrassed and angered that the media outlet that I created, along with two other excellent journalists, to do that, the only the only article it published about all of these documents that have emerged about Joe Biden, other than a column of mine where I denounced Facebook and Twitter for censoring it, was an article that made reference in passing to those documents very snidely and dismissively to say that no one should pay attention to it because it was Russian disinformation. And it cited a letter from John Brennan, James Clapper, Mike Hayden and the rest of the goons from the CIA and the intelligence community asserting it. And we're still that letter said we have no evidence that Russia.
2: Did you hear him? Okay. So he was told he's not allowed to report, right? You need to keep your mouth shut. Do you know when, uh, you know, you're going to start seeing people talk about it, right? So Steve Bannon's on his own thing, right? He does his own thing. So he doesn't see everything. He's, he's focused on, on, on the content that he knows real well. And he does really good putting it out. But for all those others that are supposed to be involved in what's going on now, right? What is their excuse for not putting it out? They're telling you about Biden that they can't talk about. And I say this, and you know, I was actually quite happy to hear Tucker say this, because we said this on air together. I actually feel bad for Joe Biden, because he's old. All his kids are losers. Uh, one kid sacrificed, the other one died. You know, and I was watching, I, I got... Um, Some unreleased footage uh, about Biden and, and I felt so bad. I was like, he's in a crack house with these sketchy little girls and all he's thinking about is sex and getting high. I mean, that is such his soul is so tortured. And I know a lot of people are like, he's soulless, he's this. It pains me to see a human being have to go through that. And I said this before. So, uh, you know, the Biden story about him being, you know, a sex maniac, crackhead, having alleged sex with Malia Obama, you know, doing all these drugs. I mean, you have to think of the environment that they're brought up in with their pizza and the hot dogs and whatnot. OK, I mean, this guy, I mean, think of it as a parent. Just forget it's Joe Biden. Think of it as a parent. Your one child dies and then your other child starts having relations with your dead child's wife and then also relations with his niece. You know, that's a kid. I mean, that's got to tear you up. Right. So this is why we don't really need to talk about crackhead Biden. But what we need to talk about is the misuse of our federal funds, of the shell companies, of selling our nation and staying away from that. So the fact that people are still pushing, pushing, pushing his nefarious activities, his painful activities is wrong. It's completely wrong. Uh, you know, we can say it. We can mention it. You know? And, you know, he's, he's got fetishes. All right. Nobody wants that out there. You know, nobody wants a perverted face out there with compromising pictures. Right. And the thing is, as a parent, I'm pretty sure Joe knew. I'm pretty sure he knew something of it. I'm pretty sure he knew. And he must have been killing him thinking I've given you everything. You gave him everything, but you gave him the demons too, man. So it's, you know, it's it's hard. So stepping back, so the media, the mainstream media didn't even want to talk to Tony, right? They didn't want to talk to him because they didn't want to see, uh, you know, his documents. Uh, they were very careful. You know, he came out and did his own presser. Tucker brought him in and said, let me take a look. Let me sit down. You know, cause everybody, anybody that's an unconventional whistleblower, they put to the side because it's not part of their marching orders. Remember, most of these people you see on your TV, have all served or have done reporting from in the field. They're complete assets, okay? I've said that, complete assets. Most of them work with the agency at some level. So the fact that they knew that there was being a very well-organized coup that we have been sending constant information to the FBI. Like every time we would sit down and, you know, we, we have this one person on the team that is so incredible, right? So incredible. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know how that person, (laughs) you know, got away with some of the stuff they did, but, um, You know, this is this is real stuff. These people are dangerous. You understand that you see them screaming and everyone's laughing about the screams and everything. But do you remember when they were peaceful and they were dancing around the old man and the young lady smacked him? (laughs) If she had a gun, she would have shot him. That is the insanity that they're demoralized. Remember that. And so now here we have an actual reporter who was being used by Edward Snowden, of course, so that Edward Snowden can prove his case, that you know the intelligence community lies because there was a lot of flip and flop. He did what they wanted. They turned on him. He didn't turn on them. And then he turned on them. And then they turned on him. But he was putting out truth, right? And he co-founded that. And now for his, no, 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 you can't. No, we're not going to be talking about this. So he is the co-founder of that and was told not to speak about it. So tell me how many of those blue check marks you follow that are supposedly great reporters and report news that you need to know actually talking about this. Um, Because as you will see, he goes into, well, we should listen to him, you know, how appalled he is. Like he wasn't allowed to put out information, written information about you know, the shenanigans of Joe Biden at
6: all. Russia's involved in any of this. The Intercept omitted that phrase, simply cited that letter to try and encourage people to ignore this evidence on the grounds that Russia had manufactured it and that the evidence was fabricated, even though there's never been any evidence that that's been true. And everything since has disproven it, showing Russia was not involved in any of this and nobody, certainly not even Joe Biden, disputes that these emails are, and other text messages are completely real and authentic.
2: So he tells you that they cited a letter signed by Brennan, Comey, Clapper, and General Hayden, MIC, Jones International Group, Clear Force, you know, the people exposed in Shadowgate that no one talked about because they don't want to give you the news. And if it's because they don't like Millie or me, or because they thought Millie was guilty, which was not the case, or they believed every fake site out there, or the fact that they were dismissing Patrick's claims... They shouldn't be reporting anything and nobody should be paying any attention to them, period. Because that was one of the biggest stories. You can't hide the truth. And this guy is telling you these people wanted to hide the truth by using the corrupt letter as a shield. So you should ask them, what was your shield? To not tell us for over... Two months that you've had it clearly laid out that they've done this, they've got a 100-day plan, they're doing this, constantly reporting, constantly tweeting. You know, wasn't it Millie that tweeted out, hey, Lindsey Graham's house is going to be under attack, right? And that way Lindsey Graham wasn't attacked? Why is it that they're allowing this to happen? It's the same thing as Charlottesville. They're all freaking in on it.
7: It's horrifying. So what you're watching is agencies of the U.S. government turning their awesome and unconstrained powers against the American population.
6: This is the real story of the last four years of the Trump administration, which is that for a long time on the left, there was a healthy skepticism of the CIA. Yes, there, was. there was a lot of anti-war activism in the Bush and Cheney years. Um, that has all disappeared. And the reason it's disappeared is because the CIA, from the very first days of the Trump administration, even before he was inaugurated, devoted themselves to sabotaging the administration because Donald Trump questioned just a few of their pieties. And that can't be done in Washington. Whoever does that must be destroyed. And so the CIA and the deep state operatives became heroes of the liberal left the people who support the democratic party they're now in a full union with the neocons the bush cheney operatives the cia silicon valley and wall street that is
2: the neocons the bush cia operatives the mccainers the the lincoln project all embedded where mercer's been dropping some freaking serious cash again all embedded all embedded. He's telling you exactly what it is. Thank you, Mr. Greenwald. You're you're incredible.
6: The union of power, along with mainstream media outlets that are fully behind the Democratic Party, which is likely to at least take over one branch of government, if not all of them when the coming election. And that is a very alarming proposition because they're authoritarian. They believe in censorship and they believe in suppression of information that exposes them in any kind of a critical light.
7: For a U.S. government agency to try and disseminate propaganda within the United States, I mean, is there any any clearer attack on democracy than that?
6: So when we were doing the Snowden reporting, one of the things that Brought Edward, induced Edward Snowden to come forward as someone who had worked in the CIA and the NSA was his anger and horror that the tools of the NSA had been turned on the American people. They're supposed to spy right. on foreign adversary governments, but they weren't. They were collecting our phone records. Same with the CIA. They're trained disinformation agents. That's what they do. They lie for a living, but they're supposed to do that in other countries where we want to induce some sort of change, overthrow a government, topple a regime, whatever quote unquote interference the U.S. government wants to do, the way we're also upset that Russia did in 2016. That's what they're trained to do. The law, though. And the obvious foundational prohibition on having a a security state, a national security state after World War II, was it was never supposed to be turned domestically. They weren't supposed to be involved in our politics or disseminating propaganda. Go turn on any of those other cable networks or pick up the op-ed page of any of the biggest newspapers. And all you'll see are ex-members of the CIA, the DOJ, the FBI, the NSA telling Americans what they ought to believe. They've infiltrated the means of communication domestically. They do it through leaks. They do it through clandestine operations and through lies, they propagandize the American people in a way that is incredibly dangerous, no matter what your ideology is. I totally agree. And I'm ashamed of the times that I made apologies for those
7: agencies or this behavior. I really am. You you are telling the truth. That's that's really clear. Glenn Greenwald, congratulations on getting out of there. Good to see you.
2: See, that's what has to happen. That's what has to happen. See, that's what they do. Disinformation sometimes, keep in mind, is necessary. It is very necessary sometimes but purposeful suppression of news, news that can affect you, news that can cause you harm if you're not aware of them. Like how many of you are going to go out shopping? Did you know that there was a toilet paper shortage already? Yeah, there is. Because see, the leftists know, but you don't. Because the right didn't want to report this story, which means they wanted it to happen, which means they're anti-Trump like it or not. Because it doesn't pay the bills. If there's peace, it doesn't pay the bills. If president Trump makes America fucking amazing, it doesn't pay the bills for them because they're irrelevant. None of them are doing any research. None of them are pulling it out. That's the way it is. So, you know, I got four emails today. Um, one pertaining to a contract that I have that said, yeah, you know, so this whole week you're getting nothing. Um, Yeah, you're getting nothing because, uh, bottom line is, uh, you are, um, not working because we're taking the week off to observe elections. Guys, how many of us have taken a lunch break and been late and dock time because we went out to vote? Now they're taking the whole week off. They're boarding up businesses. They know. And no one is reporting it to you. Do you see what I'm saying? They know. And no one is reporting it to you. Let me walk you through what we've been talking about. So, uh, you know, what's, what's incredible is, the great thing is, is now I know who the people are that won't talk about information that's necessary. Hold on. Let me, let me. So this is from October 28th. Obviously, I always tag Rick Grinnell because he actually listens to the people. Um, he's actually trying to make America great. He's actually trying to fix the problems that we have within our federal government. Now, if you noticed, um, we talked about this yesterday. We're going to go again on it and the day before, because as you can see, this was out on the 28th of October. So democracy defense. So what federal workers are supposed to do? I have the whole handbook. Um, you know, this is how they're telling them how to cover themselves electronically, digitally, uh, referring to the EFF site for more tips. This is how they are going to organize within the lines of, you know, um, stalling the government so people can't work and what they're going to do the fed flu i pointed out because it was like you know keyword here and um here we have uh the roles what they can do actions that they can do some strategic action now let me play you this is a two minute clip that millie um you know put out yesterday because listen to this It was supposed to go to someone that was going to be on television and they were going to report on it. So she quickly, quickly, like in a a hurry, put this video together. So it's not like your typical Millie, super concise video. And I said, just put the good parts. I want people to know about the federal workers because we need the federal government to be aware because if they're called out, they won't do it because they're going to lose their job. So it's very important that we do this. Where is it? There we go. So Millie put this video together, listen, to put it out. Turns out the person that was going to take this so they can put it up there didn't want to do it because it was Millie and I and, you know, they don't want to because they're friends with Ali Akbar. And so they refused to put it because it was Millie and I. You know, Ali Akbar said she was part of a satanic cult and that, and that I was some really bad person. And then they made all these videos, hence why Alex Jones resigned, right? If you heard the news. So this, this is, this is a, this is a big story considering that someone that was supposed to be for the people, someone that's supposed to be for President Trump refused to do this to alert the people because they wanted to be petty. You see, so that is a petty. But I'm telling you, I don't think everyone's petty. I'm just thinking that they were banking on getting some more of this Charlottesville because it pays to be on the MIC payroll. I mean, a lot of them have money coming in and nobody knows where it's coming from. Hmm? That's the truth. So let me this, th- Let me play this video for you that she put together within an hour for me so that I can send it over.
3: Undercover inside the Sunrise Movement was able to obtain exclusive video footage inside Zoom chats where Shutdown DC, BLM, and other leftist organizations are coordinating a multi level coup action exercise utilizing insider help from Democrat Party members as well as federal employees and intelligence contractors. I'm a management and programs analyst.
4: I work in the national security community. I spent three and a half years um, as a contractor at DHS
3: HQ. If you read the mainstream press, like they all have signal accounts, text them, leak everything you can. The journalists I've dealt with have been super ethical in ways to shield me to be the source of the leaks.
2: Groups on the outside being- Did you hear that? He said that the, the, that they've been leaking material, right so we've got this i have every single person that's in there i've researched them found them know who they work for where they work for and all the personas in there too down to the jane does john does that um you know try to obfuscate their chat is incredible asking questions like how can they uh you know uh, hide things that are happening you know how they can do things uh you know i am doing this. And uh, dude, there's like three hours just for this federal worker call. Okay. These are people that are, you know, lead counsel. I was tweeting the crap out of it two days ago, right? Here's a screenshot. This chick works at the department of labor. Here's a screenshot. This chick works for the department of energy. And you know, no one wanted to report it, right? Because they don't, mm, what? We've got them dead to rights. They're talking. It's their voice and they're even telling you their position. This woman here, terrifying. What she did in Nicaragua, she is a mind and a force to be reckoned with. She is a scary person. If she's in, shit's real. Okay. This is like having Bolton, right? And his strategies in El Salvador, let's just say it is very terrifying. That's why I said, do you know who Maria Stefan is? Look her up. That's why I said that a couple days ago. That name, that person, her file on Wikipedia is thin. You got to do some digging because they cleaned it up. Being able to show uh, solidarity with
3: federal workers. Making sure that we're naming what is happening as a coup. Totally agreed in the shutdown uh, BC conversations that I've been having and that's not on the federal side. We um, also are often saying that we we'll call it a coup. They plan to shut down Washington, D.C. and other major U.S. cities starting November 4th until Inauguration Day. Do we have any plans for how to respond if there's a coup? Come to BLM Plaza um, anytime after 4 p.m.
4: on election night.
2: Hold on. So I want you to see this. There's um. oh, it was right before it or is it in here? Let me let me just go a little bit further back the jail support training they have gunshot wound training they have jail support training they have training on hand-to-hand combat like these people are insane and they're federal employees you guys we're paying their salaries they should be rounded up and questioned just because of this video to avoid what they are looking to do this is pure insanity Anytime after 4 p.m. on election night on the 5th, we're going to shut down the White House. Matt, the White House and know every access point. So we, what they want to do is what Nancy Pelosi said. Remember what she said? Remember what she said? What was the word she used? Fumigate. Fumigate. She said fumigate. They're going to lock down to disallow emergency vehicles, to disallow, uh, ambulances, anything. They're, um, they're having a sign up group for people to put bicycles in the, in the way, right? They have a whole plan. Like I said, they had an NGA map yesterday that I was going through with you, which obviously we sent. Um, to someone to give to law enforcement, but apparently law enforcement is the corrupt right stream media that doesn't do any research and they just pawns it off of other people when we should just be getting it to the president, right? Because infiltrating this is hard. I mean, you watch this, these videos and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to slip my wrist. Like the stuff they say is like, dear God, Dear God, like the things they come out with and how demoralized they are and how dismissive they are of life is insane when you listen to them speak. When you listen to them, they were planning to do this. Obviously, I don't need my president in the White House that day. I need my president gone. I need him in Mar-a-Lago chilling uh, or somewhere where nobody knows chilling because Pelosi's pulling all stops. And these people, I've been trying to find all their financials. And if and if you look at my Instagram, I had put in like a picture of Beyonce all stoic and stuff. This goes back to like new governance. They're all connected. There's so many factions. And they're all kind of like a decentralized, but centralized because they're all getting money from the same banks, right? And obviously from the same source. I mean, I have no idea how JP Morgan Chase is still in operation. Seriously. I have no idea. I mean, who, why is the FBI allowing this to happen? They shouldn't be able to have a Zoom call, let alone have sign-up sheets all out in the open. This is in, in, pure insanity. We knew we could have blockade it. On the 6th, we're going to shut down uh, larger parts of Washington, D.C. We've been working on a target map and a framework for scenario. So where are all the police stations? Where are all the key government buildings?
1: Who are the Trump boosters?
2: Look at the chats. Who's in the Twin Cities? Uh, you know, oh, you know, the, there's a special Zoom chat with Amy Goodman. These are, They have celebrities talking about this and pushing this. They're going into the Zoom classrooms that you have. One of them actually penetrated my child's Zoom classroom, telling them, come join the Sunrise Movement's Facebook page. Why are you recruiting 14-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds? This is where they're going. They have no morals, Remember. They've been demoralized. And here, this is, this is something we use in the war zone. Like anytime we would have an NGIA, NGA for short, right? Um, map, which is, uh, (laughs) you know, where your targets are. You know where to maneuver, you know, and it's live updates. So if someone moves, you see them. Here they are mapping out the main target, which is the White House and where they can go to boosters, GOP offices, where the cops are, where the fire departments are. This is, this is an organized attack.
4: Shh. Members of Congress that are coming in, um, we're going to meet them at the airports
2: or at Union Station um, and send them back to where they came from until we deal with the, the situation that we're in. But the thing is, you know who else is on these Zoom calls? Congress people, like AOC. Schumer was on one of these. We've got him dead to rights. We got him on video. So what what is going on? Where 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 are where is the reporting so that people can get pissed? why are they doing this on our dime these people are being paid with our federal tax dollars right now and with that new eo man you're super fireable now they're 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 talking in their chats like uh, you know i was reading through it it's three hours and not only listening but i want to read all the chats so i was looking at it and they were all talking about what unions they have what unions they don't have who can cover their butt who can't cover their butt um you know hey you can uh, if you go down my twitter feed um I actually put out the people that were giving away their email address. Hey, contact me. I'll put you in contact with someone if you really want to leak confidential information to be a proper whistleblower. It's like we're paying these people to leak. This is this isn't this isn't how it's supposed
1: to go. We are going to be in a crisis, but we want it to be one that we are creating. Whoever's got the guns can win. Let's take over the-
2: Whoever's got the guns can win. Remember I told you a couple weeks ago, these people are coming armed. They're coming hard and fast. And Laura Loomer was right. Look at what they're referencing. Do you see what I'm saying? No, that's the thing. They know you have guns. You see what I'm saying? They know you have guns. They want blood. That's exactly what they want. They want blood. And if you don't come out on the street, guess what? They'll have a buddy of theirs that's going to sacrifice himself so a war can spark up. <laughs> you know, kind of like we did in the Ukraine. Okay. Kind of like they did at other times. They'll shoot each other to, to, to instigate. You see, this is where we need to just stay out of it. Let them kill each other. Don't go there. Don't come out with your guns. The president's got this. The president already has all this, right? The people don't. Okay. Our president has got it. Um, he's got this. The people don't. The people don't because the media isn't doing their job. They need to do their job. You have unlimited resources. What do we have? We have tips, nothing. And yet we're doing this. So they have unlimited resources. Why can't they be doing this? Oh, I know. They don't want to get their hands dirty, you know, manicures and all. Or is it that they wanted it to happen? Again, I restate this because of some chats that I accidentally flew by. (laughs) It's like they wanted
1: this to happen. For the buildings. If there are people that are willing to do that, we should support them.
3: Get ready to shut your city down on the 4th or the 5th. Regardless of who wins, the left plans to take over. Our under.
2: You get it? And I told you that they want blood. I told you they hate you. I told you that. I just am. I'm. I don't want to say. I'm. I want to say angry. I'm actually disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that the people didn't know this. I mean, I am i know that our administration knows it, but I am so disappointed and so ashamed at these journalists. Like, there are people that are planning to go trick-or-treating. There are people that are going to be out voting, and they don't know that they might be in danger. I mean, we have all the cities on a list where they're going to do it. And like I said, they're armed this time. They bought Kevlar vests. They're ready. And the, and, and the job of the free press, and I, and I say free press, is to let the people know. And, and that's a concern. Remember these people, uh, scream and they dance and they act crazy, right? But could you imagine them with a gun in their hand? The people that are screaming that they want to kill babies, that they have guns in their hand and they have another 100, 200, 300 people, peer pressure, everyone armed, let's get them. It's going to be like a purge. This is why the free press should be telling the people. So, I mean, think about it. Is it because it came from people that aren't them and they don't want to? No, I don't think so. I think it's because they wanted it to happen. They wanted another Charlottesville, but this one would be bloody. They are playing into, again, I've said there is no left and right. It is not about Democrat and Republican. It's about being free. And the quicker you realize that it has nothing to do with parties and that these pundits and media personalities are one in the same, just like the Democrats and the Republicans are, with a few exceptions, of course. We're talking majority, broad brush the faster you can realize what's wrong. The faster you can realize what's wrong with your nation. The minute you understand, they are giving you the illusion that there are two parties. They are giving you the illusion that you have to be Black Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter. No, you could be both. And no, you don't have to be a Democrat or Republican. You could be in the middle, just like me. I like to stay right in the middle. Pan Metron Ariston. Aristotle said it best. Socrates said it best. Plato said it best. All these ancient philosophers have said it best. Everything in moderation. So why is it that you still think red, red, red? Look, we're all voting red because we need President Trump, period. Like I said, the hard work after he's inaugurated is to impeach every impeach and recall every single one of the clowns by going one by one through all of their financials and finding all their show. It's not hard. They don't even hide it because that's how arrogant they are. That's why most of them have been selling stock and filing extension amendments all of 2020 (laughs) because they know what's coming and nothing can stop it. But for now, you need to understand. That in four days, we have elections. The 5th of November. Listen to my show last year. I said, remember, remember the 5th of November. My show that I never aired was about the 5th of November 2020. That was from 2018. Just like in 2018, I told you Laura Loomer is going to be Congresswoman. But you know, conspiracy theories. Not validated. I got three years of a track record. So you could put that there. The bottom line here is that we need to remember four days. The only one you need to listen to is your president. Do not tweet out. Do not Facebook out. Do not Instagram out. Do not even DM who you think won. You listen to your president. You chat in your groups and that's it. Nothing else. Do not give them any reason to cut the cord on your ability to communicate. Do not retweet things. You listen, you retweet your president. I mean, they, they, they can't ban you for retweeting the president, but do not give them the option. You post whatever you, you want. Do not mention who won. I'm telling, I already know because I've sat in on their stupid calls. Do you know, these Pakistanis that work for Twitter have big mouths and they like pretty girls. So I'm telling you all their plans, they are ready and armed, ready and armed. Armed with the delete button, armed with the, your ban button, armed with the everything button. So, and I'm sorry to say this, but just listen to your president. Don't listen to any media, just your president. And I tell you that you listen to the OG man. Like, seriously, for those of you that follow Q, who do you want to listen to? Is decoders or are you going to read the stuff as it is, but text and just make of it what you can. You're supposed to let it speak to you. No one needs to spoon feed you. You're smarter than that. We're stronger than that. As a nation, we're smarter and you know, your president tells you everything you need to know, everything, everything and anything you need to know, your president tells you. So again, I hope, and like I said, remember I said that it's going to be very eye-opening for you guys, and th- the division is not ne- you know, needed now, but you're going to see a lot of things. I told you this was coming. You're going to see a lot of things. Now, I didn't expect them to run and cover their ass by reporting this. I didn't. I expected them to run into that whole, you know, new Charlottesville thing where they do their own IIAs, they make me sick. Because I wanna believe that that's it rather than being petty. Because if it's being petty, you should not be in the media, period. And every single American citizen should call you out for that, every single one. Either way, I'm gonna drop a list with all their texts and how they discuss things. Yeah, I have all of it. And I will be dropping that in 2021. That way for all you, uh, you know, journalists, and I'm using air quotes, that, you know, take paychecks elsewhere and collude against the people and what stories you want to thump. It's going to be out in the open. I've already got the website too, new URL, the whole nine yards. And the whole world will know that all of you are not there for the people. This isn't your calling. Go do something else. Maybe some movies. No, the people have had enough. We have had so much fake news. We've never voted since JFK. Never. They've never allowed us to have a vote. Even President Trump, who won, that vote was skewed. For every vote President Trump had, damn machines were taking a fraction of it and giving it to Hillary. So you have never voted. We just broke the machines because so many people came out. That they had to manifest new voters. So this is the first time our president is trying to give us an election and they're going to try to steal it with the media. They're going to try to steal it by telling you who won. Pelosi already told you that. I don't care what the numbers say. Joe Biden's getting inaugurated. Period. Not if you get arrested first, Nancy. Because your shell company has been funding the Sunrise Movement. Booyah. So where is the FBI? Where are forensics finding where these people are getting the money? Where are they? Are they working for Pelosi too? Are they part of the military industrial complex? Your shell companies do not have, you know, some kind of shield that is impermeable. We can see everything. So aside from You know, these children lying down in the streets, these children screaming, they've now armed these insane individuals, and now we have the federal employees working to slow walk processes, don't do investigations. I mean, they have people from Metro PD talking to them in some videos, FBI agents talking with them. Dude, who is the FBI agent that is giving them advice and getting paid to allow them to cause chaos in Washington, D.C.? That's what we need to know. So, you know, again, I said this was coming and I said it was going to be at the end of the month, right before it, that you're going to see things you do not want to see. You're going to wake up. And, you know, yesterday I was so excited. Someone tweeted something out. And use the word Brennan as it's been Brennan. And I was like, it made me like, I actually had tears of joy. Cause I was like, wow, you know, people are awake. They can see right through it, right through it. And that was perfect because that is how we become shareholders in our nation. That is how we move forward as a nation by being together, united under one cause, which is to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Not for someone to be reelected so they can get gym membership and, you know, power that they yield. But to actually create a future that's incredible. This is the United States of America. We shouldn't have potholes. We should have streets paved of gold. We should have the best freaking bridges ever. We shouldn't have, you know, slums. We have so much money. Why don't we have any? Ah, I know military industrial complex, hence why we need to be in a state of chaos so that the media can make money. I mean, if they have no fear porn to push on you and no, uh, you know, radical news to push on you, they're not making money. And that goes for both sides. The illusion of both sides. <laughs> When there's so much to talk about, I mean, you know, here we are looking to the stars, and we haven't even explored the whole planet. And there's places on it that we're not even allowed to go. There's tons to do, tons. So there is no excuse. So, um, on that note, we're going to fill up our coffee quickly, and um, I'll be right back. In the meantime, we're going to watch, <laughs> uh, my favorite guy. Wait. Because this is the land of confusion, right, guys? And I think that's very fitting for our intermission.
0: I don't want to set the world
8: on fire I just want to start
2: Oh, you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America. So um, yesterday, if you noticed, I tweeted out this picture. You see this? She's a Department of Energy employee. You see that? That's one. And, you know, I'm here's another one. She's the one that actually gave her email out and I put it out there. She put her email uh, to find whistleblower support. If you contemplate on being a whistleblower, you really, really should get legal advice beforehand. There are some excellent civil society organizations that will get you legal advice for free. You may find you have more options than you think. You might find you have fewer. If nothing else, you'll have a solid basis for making a decision. Note, there are over 30 different whistleblower laws depending on what organization you work for. And so we ask, can you name a few? I think count every vote as an email signature and teams icon would be super powerful if spread wisely. So what they wanted to do was put like hints, um, you know, into their email that they stand in solidarity. So this is what Laura Robb was answering during that conversation. Who, By the way, she's also a federal employee. Okay. And then she says, if you need help finding and she gave her email address, um, So here's this one. She's at the Department of Labor and she's counsel for the Department of Labor. Okay. She's a lawyer for the Department of Labor. You get this? These are the people that are on on, on our tax dollars are, are actually doing this. But, you know, I already knew. See, like I said, I'll be serving crow. Not yet, though. Crosses to bear, hurdles to jump, unafraid because I have you all. And this is from the 16th of August when stuff hadn't really gone down, right? So regardless, I still have a heart. I still get miffed, right? (laughs) But the idea is what you need to understand is that we are at that point, This is about our freedom. This is about our nation. And like Rick Grinnell said on that video a couple days ago, something that I've been saying since 2018, gut them all down to the freaking janitor, man. There's tons of Americans that would be more than happy to get $15 $15 an hour shredding paper at the State Department. And it, you know, there's tons of people that can sit there and clickety clack at a computer and send emails and arrange appointments. We do not need careers. We do not need them. Done, done, done. Set it. 2018. We need to gut it. That's the only way we fix it. Gut it down to the janitor because they're all compromised. Gut it, gut it, gut it. I've seen it firsthand. You guys, these people are relentless and they'll do anything to keep their jobs. Like if you look at the chats in the video, they were like talking about which agency has unions, which doesn't and how they can be protected. Nah, the unions are nothing but Democrat lobbies nationwide. Nationwide and corrupt Texas has actually used state tax dollars to go and collect union dues that are overdue. I don't understand why a Texas taxpayer will have to pay someone Out of their own pocket to go collect union dues. It doesn't make sense, does it? We need to bust the unions. We need to get rid of all these clowns that don't do the work in a humble way. Man, working for your for your nation should be a privilege because you are helping this well make this a well oiled machine. You're not supposed to be benefiting from it. You're not supposed to have job security, right? And think that you can't be fired. You have to want to serve your nation. There's a lot of people that hadn't made the cut to, I don't know, going to the military because they had bone spurs or they were diabetic to a point, you know, that can't be controlled. Or, or for example, they had a sex change, right? And, you know, you, I don't want someone that needs hormones on the battlefield with me that may or may not have their hormones with them, right? So all these people that have a calling that want to serve their nation, right, and they couldn't go to the military, why can't they serve us in the capacity of working for the government? Why are we getting these, you know, boutique, you know, spit outs that are groomed from a young age? No, this should not be how it is. This is a nation of the people governed by the people, and it should be run by the people, not the establishment. That's how it has to be. This is why I said, the minute our president is swarmed back in, we will gut it because you know what? We've got six years, six years, six more years of president Trump, six. And we need to make sure that whoever fills those shoes, because man, they're not going to let go. They're going to slide in someone like Cruz. Now, I know a lot of you love Ted Cruz, but he's doing it on purpose. He's a smart man. He's not stupid. He's not stupid. He's not. What we need is to make sure that the shoes that are massive, that are going to be filled, that are President Trump's, If by any chance a snake that's wearing a human suit that's itchy in it, even attempts to look at them, we won't have a problem because we'll have fixed our state and local and we have purged the judiciary because our president is going to fix the most rotten portion of the three branches of government we have. Yeah, the legislative is corrupt. Shit. We know that. Executive... Now it's not. But the judicial, now that's a problem. That's the last line. That's like end of the line. Constitution is the last barrier. And when that's corrupt, damn, your whole nation's corrupt. And right now that is, and I've said this, the judiciary branch is the problem it's not the executive it's not the legislative. And you'd be like what are you talking about look who's in legislative it is but we know they're clowns like we can see it i mean you could put up their financials and say what the right like remember when laura loomer comcast had blocked her well glow and behold lois frankel owns shares in comcast no shit hmm so um what we need to understand is our president is following through on the judicial i told you I told you that from the minute he gets into office, he will replace every single Supreme Court justice except for one. Three down, five more to go. So he's going to fix that. He's going to fix district, federal, the oversight. He's going to fix that. If he fixes that for us, we got the rest. We, the people, can do this. We're shareholders in this nation. We are not there to bow down. We don't want to be a global nation, right? We want to be the USA. We like our hot dogs, star-spangled banner, baseball. And what is going on with the Mets now? Like, are they canceled? Are they being sold? Whatever. And um, that is what we're all about. And all of us are going to take them all out. We're going to gut the people that we can elect. Now, for the people that get appointed and hired, well, that's a bigger story. I mean, considering that the lawyer for the Department of Labor is coaching people on how to leak information and how to slow walk processes and investigations, damn, that's a really, really bad, bad move. Super bad move. Super duper bad move. Like, such a bad, bad move. So um the president, is he live? He's live. Got- I want to listen to him and see what... He has to say for us today. Here we go. Let me put him on.
5: It's done to this world. And just remember it. Just remember it. And next year will be the greatest economic year in the history of our country. You see what's happening. 33.1%. Nobody can blame. They can't believe it. They don't like talking about it. You know, they don't like talking about it. You have a new thing going. It's called... Thank you. Thank you. You hear that, Ben Carson? You hear that, Ben? I'll tell you, nobody's ever heard that before politically. Maybe for Ben Carson, I don't know. Maybe. I love Ben Carson. Thank you, Ben. Candy. Thank you. Thank you, Candy. Joe Biden is promising a long, dark, painful winter. Did you see him at the debate? Did anybody see the debate by any chance? No, he said the long, dark winter. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. That's just what our country needs is a long, dark winter and a leader that talks about it. You know, I didn't have the privilege of going to my basement in the White House. I didn't have the privilege of going to a beautiful room on the second or third floor and staying there for a year and a half because I'm president of the United States. So I didn't have that. I had to do my job. And I said, you know, I could catch this thing. And if I do, I do. And I'm gonna get better fast. I didn't know I was gonna get better that fast. That was pretty good. <laughs> I was like in and out, and you know, I had a dose. I wasn't feeling great, but I got better. And it used to be they'd say, you have lifetime immunity right you're you're immune now it's different because it's me they say i'm good for four months okay (laughs) they brought it down from lifetime to four months but that's okay i'll take it but you know what you have to do your job you have to get back you have to open up your states right you have to open up your states (laughs) gotta get we gotta get our governor to open up our state here don't we you know Uh, Don't worry. On November 4th, they'll announce all these states, all these Democrat-run states will be open. Not Not me. Not me, see? They blame me every time that happens. Every time I mention her name, crooked Hillary's name, Joe Biden's name, frankly. And where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? There's Hunter right there. He's out by the truck. He's looking to make a couple of bucks, Hunter. Hunter's done, Hunter's done very well for an unemployed person, right, for years. For years unemployed, and then he, uh, he hit pay dirt. His father became vice president. And Joe hit pay dirt, too. That's part of the problem. I'm delivering the great American comeback. That's what we're doing. We built... We built the greatest economy in the history of the world, best unemployment numbers, best everything. We had 160 million people employed. We were never even close to that number. And then one day we saved two million lives. We had to close it up. How about that decision? We had to Oh, how horrible to have to make it. We understood the disease. We learned the disease. We have to protect our seniors, especially if they have problems with the heart or diabetes. We opened it up. And now we're at a level we I used to talk about the V. This is a super V. This is the biggest number, 33.1. And the news doesn't want to talk about it because it's positive. They only want to talk about negative when it comes to us. But 33.1, the biggest number in our country's history by, like, double, but it's more, much more than double. And you'd have to go back to 1952 to get anywhere close but close you know what close is about a 17 point spread this election is a matter of economic survival for michigan because joe biden look at what they did during their eight years and you know i said during the debate 91 to 9 91 you know what that means that was a poll how did trump do in the debate 91 percent for trump nine, nine sisters look at these beautiful sisters huh they like they like Trump, but I like them. They even have a Trump flag. Look at that Trump flag. That's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And you know, we're working very hard with little sisters of the poor, right? You know about that. Your friends. That's great. That's great. It's great to have you. Thank you very much. Joe Biden is going to lock down your state, wipe out your factories, ship out your jobs, Bring things to China, whatever they can. Punish your family with a trillion. Think of this: a trillion dollars times four, four trillion dollar tax hike. We gave you the biggest tax reduction in the history of our country. That's the good news. The bad news is he wants to give you the biggest tax hike in the history of our country. He wants to eliminate private health care. We have 180 million people have private health care. They've fought for it all their lives, and have great, great health care. He, he wants to end it, and it's not going to happen. We're not going to let it happen, and send your state into a very deep recession. Not, but see, I think it's worse. I think it's depression. I just hate to use the D word. Let me just tell you something. How good have I done in bringing car companies here to Michigan? You went 42 years without a car plant. You were losing all your plants. 12 years ago, I was named Man of the Year of Michigan. Can you believe it? Long before I thought about it. And I got up and I made a speech. I said, you're losing all your car business. Somebody gave me a list. You lost 32% of your car business to Mexico and other places. And now we're bringing it all back. You have many, many factories now under construction, expansions of existing. You haven't had that ever. And then Biden. And remember this. I only ran because of Biden and Obama. If they did a good job, I wouldn't have run, and I guess I wouldn't have won either. But I wouldn't have run. They did a lousy job. I watched them now. I'm going to do this. So I'm going to do that. Why the hell didn't he do it? Why didn't he do it? Sleepy Joe, and that was when he was a little bit, a little bit better, a little bit more awake. He's going to do what he hasn't done in 47 years. I'm going to do it. that. Was so easy that debate because it hit me. I, I am going to do this, and I just kept saying. Joe, why didn't you do it? You know. And it was three and a half years ago. It wasn't like a long time. It was three and a half years ago. Biden has vowed to abolish the entire US energy industry, right? No fracking. <laughs> Guy went for a year and a half. No fracking, no fracking, no fracking. Then he goes to Pennsylvania. Of course, we're gonna frack. And the and the press, the fake news never asks about it. No energy. And you're going to have gas prices. This is not great for selling your beautiful cars. Gas prices of $6 and $7. Right now, it's nice to be under $2, isn't it? You never thought you'd see that. You never thought you'd see that. Biden's running mate, America's most liberal senator. She makes, she makes Bernie look like a conservative. Crazy Bernie is like a conservative compared to her. She even, Kamala. You have to pronounce it exactly right. Otherwise, she gets very upset, even though she can't pronounce it right. You saw that the other I think that was actually, that was on the great Laura Ingram show. Actually, I watched that. And I do believe Laura Ingram is here someplace. Where is Laura? Where is she? Where is Laura? I can't recognize you. Is that a mask? No way. Are you wearing a mask? I've never seen her in a mask. Look at you. Oh, she's being very politically correct. Whoa. Whoa, I've never seen Laura Ingram. She's fantastic. Thank you, Laura.
8: Yeah.
5: Ah, yes, I've never seen that before. But even sponsored the ruinous Green New Deal. How about that? Knowing nothing about the environment. It'll cost $100 trillion. You know what $100 trillion, Let me put it this way. You could take all the countries in the world that can't afford it. While our president, America will proudly remain energy independent. You know, we're independent now. We don't need to be going all over the world. We don't need to be going all over the world. Biden will eradicate the economy. I will eradicate the virus and make the economy better than it's ever been. That's where we were. Now we're doing it again. And let's face it, he's shot. Do you agree with that? I can say. I'm not a fan of his, never was. He was never known as the smart one in the Senate. He was a touchy-feely guy, little personality, had a good personality. Now the personality's gone and a lot of other things are gone. He'll deliver poverty, misery, depression. I will deliver jobs, jobs, jobs. Good ones, too. Yesterday it was announced at last quarter. What our economy, you know, when this was announced, it was a tremendous announcement. The problem with it was that we didn't get the kind of coverage that we should have. So in the history, think of it, in the history of our country, GDP went up to 33.1, right? In the history, and it was hardly mentioned. It's amazing. And a friend of mine, very smart, said to me, oh, they won't talk about it. It's never been done before, right? They won't talk about it because they don't want you to win because they're sick and they're corrupt. They don't want you to win. In the last five months, we've created a record 11.4 million jobs, the most jobs in the short period of time ever created. And we also built the greatest economy in history. And now we're doing it against See all those hats? Make America great again, again. Make America great again, again. But if Biden wins, the recovery will end and a long economic nightmare, just like he said on the debate. You can have a dark winter. That was really depressing. It was even depressing, even though he did so badly in the debate, I was depressed because I said, <laughs> it's such a depressing thing, he said. I like the last statement the best, right? Wasn't that the best? We said, that means you don't want oil. Yes, we are going to get off oil. I said, this is like, I felt like Perry Mason. You know, it's always that last question. It's always the last question. And I go, yes, I'm guilty, I'm guilty. And then they end the show and they go to a commercial. I said, this is the biggest thing that happened tonight. And even Kristen Walker, who I thought did a fair job, okay? I really did. I thought she did. A lot of people thought she was much tougher than me, but that we expect, okay? But, I mean, and she looked at him she goes, because she's on his side, Not his side. She's on a Democrat radical left side, but she still did a relatively fair job. She said, why did you say that? Why? Like, why the hell did you say that? What the hell is wrong? I'm protecting you all night. And now you end the debate. Can we keep it going for another 20 minutes? No, I didn't want to do that. Joe Biden spent the last 47 years outsourcing your jobs, opening your borders. He wants open borders. You don't have borders. You don't have a country. And sacrificing American blood and treasure in endless foreign wars. We're bringing them all back home. Many of them home. Very, very few left. We're bringing them home. Got to fight the military industrial complex. Eisenhower would talk about it all the time. The military industrial complex. They don't like them coming home, but they've been brought home in Afghanistan. 19 years, I think, is long enough for we're serving as policemen, right? Got the greatest soldiers of the world. We're serving as policemen. No, they have to have their own policemen. We have our own policemen. They're the greatest people we have, right? The greatest. He's a diehard globalist who cares nothing for the working people. He's never cared for the working people. China china has been ripping you off for years. Now you know why. He gets paid by China. He repeatedly tried to cut Medicare and Social Security over the years. Biden was a cheerleader for NAFTA, sending your auto jobs all over the place, but in particular, Mexico. Mexico is a big auto monster right now. USMCA, we did such a good job on that. He voted for China's entry into the World Trade Organization, one of the worst things that ever happened to our country. The best thing that ever happened to China. They were flat and then they joined, and they went like a rocket ship. Thank you very much, Joe. Great job you did, Joe. Gunning your industries to finance China's rise. You see it, all the empty, they still have empty buildings around from your state in particular. Half of all of Michigan auto manufacturing jobs were eliminated. Think of it. You lost 50% of your jobs because of these guys. It's him and his group. And then he says, oh, we're going to do this. He'll come and say, oh, yes, we did this. He did nothing. He destroyed your industry. But I brought it back, and you were doing great. And now... Amazingly, and I still haven't figured this one, auto productions much higher than it was before the pandemic. Could somebody in the auto business please explain that one to me? Because I'm taking full credit for it. But even I don't get that one. I think you're at 130%. You're at 130%. Look at that sea of people. I hope they can hear me all of them. And housing starts and housing sales. I mean, it's incredible. But the auto, it's like at a number that nobody can believe. You're doing good. In other words, you're all doing good, right? It's a pandemic and you're doing good. You got to get this governor. You got to get her to open. I am so tired of watching her husband go sailing. He wants to go sailing. He's saying, darling, open up this state. I want to go stay home. But he was doing it before, unfortunately, he got caught. Remember, he got caught. His neighbors turned him in. Can you believe it? At every turn, I don't think she likes me too much. What do you think? Do you think she likes me? I don't think she likes me too much. And, I, and I've done a great job for her. You know what? On COVID, the China virus, I've done a phenomenal job for her. At every turn, Biden twisted the knife into the back of Michigan workers and workers all over the country. In twenty sixteen, Michigan voted to fire this corrupt political establishment, and you elected an outsider as president who is finally putting America first. If that's okay. Is that okay? <laughs> and if I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician. And if I don't always play by the rules of Washington and the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you and I fight harder than any president has ever fought for the great people of this country. And I'm not just running against sleepy Joe Biden, I'm running against the left-wing media, the big tech giants, you see how crooked they are. How crooked are they? They made a mistake, you know, by not putting it. Here you have the biggest story there is, right? Corruption by Joe Biden. Forget about the son by Joe Biden, but the son the same thing. Look, even if Joe didn't get the 10% or the 50% that he was promised, listen to this. The son walks in. He had nothing. He had no experience. He gets a job for 130000 a month, right, on Barisma, And he gets a $3 million, they say a $3 million upfront payment. That sounds reasonable. Would anybody else take that job? A month, and he knew nothing about energy. Other than that, it sounded fine. Then he goes to China. He picks up 1.5 billion dollars. He gets fees on that. That's millions of dollars a year. And then they give him three and a half million from Moscow. The mayor of Moscow's wife gives him three and a half million. You don't even hear about this uh, because they refuse. In fact, they just turned the cameras off. They refuse. No. You see, you can't have a scandal if they don't report it. So the Times and the Washington Post and all of, you know, the fake news CNN, look, they turned the cameras off. I knew that. now oh, it's a terrible thing. They turned the damn cameras off when they did that. You know what happened? They go, we're here live. at Joe Biden, he's doing thing. There's nobody there. I'm looking. They're showing the sea of people, 25,000 people. They're showing it's like a scene, and and the other one they're looking and there's like nobody there. But they've gone to that rally, and Fox has gone too. I don't know what the hell happened to Fox. What happened to Fox? Boy, oh boy. Well, we still have a few great ones at Fox. We still have a few great ones. It's it's not like it used to be. Biden is the cat. It's one of the biggest differences between this campaign. In the campaign from four years ago we're doing better now than we ever did there's more enthusiasm the crowds the crowds are much bigger there's more enthusiasm but fox is a big difference somewhere along the line we lost fox and that's okay that's all right but that's a big difference and the big techs i'll tell you the big techs are much worse you know when i heard how bad they were and i heard you can't win without them they're so powerful and then we won i said why are they powerful now they've gone totally nuts okay Mark Morgan, one of our top people on the border, we've had a great border, and he was showing how great the wall is. You know, we're almost finished with the wall and how it's worked. And he said the success, the, the, you probably heard this, he said the tremendous success that we've had, and all he's doing is he's not talking as a politician, he's so proud of the job, because people aren't getting into our country, murderers and, and rapists and all the. they're not coming into our country anymore, and we're working very closely with Mexico, they have 27,000 troops on the border, and Mark Morgan is explaining how great this wall has is going to be finished very soon. It's much sooner. Than, oh, they're going crazy because they never thought we'd get it built. Right? That's why they don't talk about it anymore. They don't talk about the wall. They used to talk about it. Now they don't talk about it anymore. But Mark is talking about how incredible the border security. And they took down his tweet and they wanted to close him up. All he's doing is saying, like, we're doing a good job. And he's not a politician. He's saying he's doing a good job. They took down his tweet, and they got the hell knocked out of him, and they put it back up, I understand. But this is really bad. And they don't do that to liberals. They don't do it to liberals. They don't ever do it. They don't touch them. It's very unfair, and a lot of things are happening. Biden is the candidate of anarchists and rioters and looters and gun grabbers, flag burners. We ought to put people in jail for a year when they burn our flags. You know, what the hell is that all about? I see them burning the flag. They ought to have you burn the American flag, you go to jail for one year. it be amazing. It's like we did, we signed, I signed the law. You knock down a statue or a monument, you go to jail for 10 years. It's amazing how that stopped. It's amazing how that stopped, isn't it? But it's the lobbyist's special interest. I'm the candidate of police officers, the middle class law-abiding, hard-working American patriots, and others. I mean, look, I'm, I think I'm the candidate of everybody. I, to, uh,
1: I think he got everybody
5: here. I, I know a couple of rich people. Get them the hell out of here. We don't want This election will decide whether we restore the rule of a corrupt political class or whether we declare that in America... We are still governed. We are the people. We govern. We govern. We're the boss. We're the people. My opponent supported the job-killing Trans-Pacific Partnership. Would have destroyed your automobile business. And I ended it immediately. In fact, Crooked Hillary was in favor of it. And when she heard me speak about it, she immediately turned against it. But she would have done it. He supported the horrendous South Korea trade deal that was supposed to produce... 250,000 jobs and it did for South Korea it wasn't so good for us and I renegotiated it we made it good we made it good we kept the 25% chicken tax you know about the chicken tax right that's on the small trucks and you're doing well with small trucks your best it's your best product prof you know from a profitability standpoint and it was a uh, it would have been a tremendous crushing blow to the auto workers and I want to thank the auto workers cuz despite your leadership your leadership your leadership stinks, I'll tell you. All they want is their dues, payers' dues. They want an increase in dues. They like their life. They like this. But, you know, the workers, the auto workers, they support me like crazy. The Teamsters. You know, you have this guy, Hoffa. He calls up, can you help him with a trucking company, some trucking company, big, beautiful company, great people, many, many thousands of employees. Can you help us with that? And I said, yeah, I can probably do it. I worked it out so the people didn't lose their jobs. It kept the company going. I was very proud of it. I thought it was great. Then I see he's endorsing sleepy Joe Biden. Biden can't get arrested, okay? Although, actually, that's turning out to be true. He can't get arrested. we got to think about that one. He's endorsing Joe Biden. But you know who's endorsing me? You know who likes me? The Teamsters like me and everybody. All of the workers like me. Maybe he won't run. I, think he's, uh, I don't think he'd win anyway if he ran. Biden even supported the outrageous fuel economy standards. You know that. That's where every little ounce they suck every, for half a glass of gasoline, which we have plenty of right now. We have so much, we don't know what the hell to do with it, right? We had gasoline at one point selling for so little that if you took a barrel of gasoline, they gave you $36 with the barrel, it only lasted for two hours, but I was thinking about leaving government and going into that business. That's how, that's how it is. That's when the pandemic came in and all of a sudden people weren't driving cars, etc. Little things like that. But we have a lot of gasoline. We have a lot of energy. We have great energy. And we believe in all forms of energy. But when they want to turn off our great factories by doing what they're doing, with people like AOC Plus 3 telling us how we're supposed to run our country... <laughs> C plus three. I don't think she ever went. I, did, I don't, she went to a college, right? Did she ever take an environmental course? All of a sudden, she's saying no more cars, no more planes, no more flying. I reversed each and every one of those disasters. Now Biden wants to reinstitute. He wants to reinstitute. You know, it took 20, 21 years, many highways and roadways, simple roadways would take 20 years to get permits. I have it down to two years. It's going to be one year. And they may get rejected for environmental reasons or safety reasons. But now we're building roads. We're doing things that we could never have done before. A vote for Biden is a vote to extinguish, demolish, and wipe out Michigan's auto industry and many of your other industries. Many of your other industries. A vote for me is to keep and create auto jobs and all sorts of jobs in Michigan where they belong. I ended the NAFTA nightmare and replaced it with the brand new USMCA just kicked in, just kicked in. You know how I know it's good? Because Mexico and Canada aren't so happy. They said, couldn't we keep NAFTA? I said, no. They said, well, we want to. We demand it. I said, okay, that's okay. We're going to put a 25% tariff on every car you send in. They said, like I said, wouldn't we like to see the USMCA done? No. I said to them. If you want to keep it, you can. But I'm going to tear off the cars that come into this country. So we made a great deal. We made a deal that's good for Michigan and good for everybody, but just kicked in great for the farmers. It'll bring tens of thousands of new jobs to Michigan. It'll bring hundreds of thousands of new jobs to our country. And we won't be ripped off like we were. And it's a big disincentive for a company to go and close up their doors and move to Mexico, move to Canada Now, if you do that, there's a big price to pay. It's probably the primary reason I ran, if you want to know. I ran for a lot of reasons. I ran because the last administration was no good, period. I say it all the time. Joe, I wouldn't have run if it wasn't for you. You guys were so bad, I ran. When GM went bankrupt, Biden and Obama threw the workers at Delphi Corporation. Any Delphi people here? Are you Delphi? Where's Delphi? Oh, I tell you, I guarantee you they're voting for Trump, right? Yeah. They threw these people under the bus, and days ago I signed an order to restore the pensions and all of the other things for workers, not only Delphi, in Wisconsin, Ohio, and Michigan, who were treated very unfairly, right? Good. I figured if we had none here, I would have just said "the hell with it, you know, let that's good. All right, you're going to be taken care of. They were promised by Obama. They were promised by Biden, actually. But then Biden realized he didn't understand the deal. He wasn't smart. He tried. He tried. Joe tried. He's having a hard time. All so right. I tell you, you know, I, I see these people. The level of viciousness. You see this character in 16 minutes, screaming. Savannah Guthrie screaming like screaming. All of them screaming. And then I see Sleepy Joe walk out. What flavor ice cream is it? He looks there. He actually had a hard time with that question. I said, they don't ask me questions like that. They don't do it. How about when they give him the questions? That's worse. When he reads them off, they give him a question. This is the people I deal with all the time. They're crazy maniacs. I deal with them all the time. They ask me things that are just terrible. And I've been doing this for a long time. They ask me very, very dangerous, horrible questions. And with him, it's like they give him the questions in advance, and he puts it on a teleprompter just like that. They give him a question. Then he goes, "Uh, could you move that a little closer? (laughs) And when I see that, I said, that means that he has the questions. Not since uh, the Hillary Clinton scandal when she got remembered, who now... That wonderful person that did it, Donna Brazil, is now working for Fox. Oh, that was a great hire. That was a great hire. Let's hire Donna Brazil who got fired by CNN and gets hired by Fox. What's that all about? Do you think there's some changes going on at Fox? I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. Let's hire the person that cheated with Hillary Clinton. Joe Biden is a corrupt politician. The Biden family is looking more and more like a crime family. And they don't want to. It's called the laptop from hell, the laptop from hell. They took millions of dollars from the Chinese communists while Vice President Biden shipped Michigan jobs to China. How the hell can you have somebody fighting for you against China? And he's getting money. Him and his family are getting millions and millions of dollars from China. And yesterday, press reports, I don't know about this, but press reports came out yesterday, said, the Biden family is under FBI investigation for a long time for money laundering, for money laundering. If Biden wins, China wins. Now, how do you have it where they're getting millions and millions of dollars from communist China and then he's going to be your president and he's going to make a deal like I do? I've taken what I've done. Nobody has done what I've done, including to you, see, where they were dumping steel and I charge him a tariff of twenty five and our steel companies came back and the 25% was just the beginning, but our steel companies come back. I mean, they all came back. When we win, Michigan wins. When we win, America wins. And that's what I want. That's all I want. That's all I want. I had a very good life before this. People think this is easy. You make a telephone call and these really dishonest people, they impeach you on a perfect call. How you doing? Congratulations on your winner, man. I never even spoke to him. I'd like to congratulate you on you win. He just became the president of Ukraine. Let's impeach him for that. These people are sick. But you know, the Republicans stuck together. 197 to nothing in Congress. And 52 and a half. 52 and a half to a half. Does anybody know who the half was? Yeah. Biden didn't know, remember? He said, the man uh, from uh, Utah, what's his name? I... He didn't know. He didn't know. He forgot the name of the man. He's only worked with him for about 35 years. Something going on up there. He won't be there long. He's not going to be there at all because our country will be destroyed. Honestly, we can't play games. We can't play games. You can't put, you know, we have the potential. We have more potential as a country than we've ever had. We can't have a guy like this in there. The guy doesn't have a clue. He doesn't, and they'll say things that are unbelievable. He'll say things about me. They do an ad about me that is so false, and you can't do a thing about it. And we put him a notice. We said it was false. It was all false. We put him a very strong legal notice. They keep it going. You know, they figure, what the hell? The thing's over within five days. Why should we change it? He's a bad, I'm telling you, those are bad people. That's why I say, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I'll tell you the truth. But here's the difference is, this is the truth. He's shot, okay? He's shot just like and it's not because of his age, because it's 78 or whatever it is. I know a lot of people that are 85. I know a person, 92, Bernie Marcus, 92, Home Depot. He's like, perfect. I think he, in fact, I told him, I think he's sharper now than he was 25 years ago. No, it's not the age. You know, they say age. It's not the age. A lot of people in their 80s, even their 90s, they shot. this guy is mentally shot. One of the biggest issues for Michigan Other than that, let's keep it going. Is this election is, uh, and you know what, one of your very big is the whole refugee situation, right? I know it's a big deal here. To protect our national security earlier this week, I suspended the entry of refugees from foreign nations comprised by, compromised by terrorism. So you saw what's going on in France, right? You saw that? And they had another big attack last night, a really bad one. We are keeping, if it's okay with you, if it's okay with the people of, the great people of Michigan, you got to give me approval. We are keeping radical Islamic terrorists the hell out of our country. I remember I was in the campaign and I'm running against this guy named Ben Carson. And he was tough. He was tough. No, he was. He was tough. And he made a statement somewhat similar to that. And everybody said, oh, he's going to have to leave the campaign. I said, no, he's not. His poll numbers just went way up, I'll bet. Next day, what did they go up? by? like seven, eight, nine points. I said, see? Then I had to start really worrying about this guy. He went up. Everyone said, you had to leave, right, Kenny? We He has to leave the campaign. I said, no, no, it's actually going to be good for him. We don't want to be used. We don't want to be taken advantage of. And I got past. I got past a ban. It's a ban on people coming in from certain countries that are horrible countries where they hate us and the people hate us. Right. You know, and one of the reasons we're going to go, I'm going there later. We have a governor and an attorney general. We have twenty five thousand people want to go in Minnesota. Right. One of the reasons we're going to win and they want us to have two hundred and fifty people. That's a slight, like, you know, slight difference. We have 25,000 people, but they have a rule. You can't have more than 250 people for a political event. So they're scamming us. So you know what? That maybe will give us the final victory. We haven't won Minnesota since 1972. Okay? 19 That's a long time, which would tell you the odds. You know, that's not good odds. But we're very popular because I helped with that disaster in Minneapolis. Like, we got, we got the guys in there, and they... What did it take? About uh, 25 minutes. It was over. They should have called a long time before they went through two weeks of hell. And that's what we do. The federal government is always prepared to come in. If you had problems, the federal government is always prepared to come in. We will extinguish those problems very, very quickly. But when you look and we're always and we'll always come in. And some people say it's not politically correct to say that. Yeah, it's politically correct. I thought it was a beautiful sight. They lined up. This is after a week and a half of terror. Remember, you had that idiot anchor from CNN stand. This has been a friendly protest. And over his shoulder, it looked like Berlin in its worst day during the war. The worst day they ever had. But no, they told us we could only have 250 people. So they thought I'd cancel. Oh, this is really great. Trump will cancel. No, I'm going to go and I'll have 250. That's like the first row. I'll have 250 people. And they'll have a lot of people outside, but I don't want them to stand outside. It's colder there than it is now. But it's very cold and very horrible because the president of the United States is going to Minnesota to talk to people, and they're suppressing it. And they think that's good, but I don't. That shows weak leadership by the governor and very unfair leadership by the attorney general. One thing I'll say about that, attorney general, I have to say this. He was like, the first one, he had a couple of people, he was sitting down, being interviewed by George Stephanopoulos or somebody, and he said, no, but he was was like a vice chairman of the Democrat party, and you know who I'm talking about, and he said, Trump is going to win. This was like right after I came down the escalator with our future first lady, right? That beautiful trip. The beautiful, no. And he said... Trump is going to win. No, no, no. You, you're you kidding. Why? why no, no. Trump is going to win. So I realized then he's a very smart person. <laughs> he, turned out, he turned out to be right about that one, didn't he, Nigel? The great Nigel. We're working to help the Chaldean Christian community also, by the way. We're working to help them. We're working to help them. They've been... Hey, but are you Chaldean?
8: Oh.
5: Wow, good. Oh, good. All right, now we're working to help. We're gonna help. We're gonna help. You know, you've only been working on it for 25 years, just like I did with Israel and so many other things. These guys, they talk, talk, talk. Nothing ever gets done. Chaldean American. What are you? What are you gonna show me there? What are you? You opened your jacket. Look at this. Oh. Now I like the Chaldeans even more. Oh, that's good. No, they have great. You know what? They have great support. They have great support. They have great support. Good. Thank you very much. They do have great support. But hey, look—it's—it's it's a wildlife. Biden has pledged a staggering seven hundred. This is with Bernie Sanders and. The manifesto, we call it, you know, that's the deal with Bernie, crazy Bernie. And I mean, he lost twice now. Guy's the greatest loser I've ever seen. No, he loses. He doesn't even complain about it. Just goes back into Congress. He votes. He votes. He holds up his hand radical. Anything radical left. A guy I've never seen a guy like that. He get treated very badly by the Democrats with Hillary. Then he runs again. Is Bernie Sanders going to run again in four years? Does anybody? I don't know. He's all right. I'll tell you one thing, he fights like hell, right? He would have been, who would have been easier, him or Sleepy Joe? I don't know. No, he has a smaller base, but they have energy. Joe has a bigger base, but there is zero energy, right? Now, we have a really big base, and we have more energy than anybody <laughs> A 700% increase in refugees from the most dangerous terror spots anywhere in the world, including Syria, Somalia, where Omar, Omar, that's the other reason I'm going to win. Omar, Ilhan, Ilhan Omar, she loves our country very much. And Yemen, right? Now, I'm going to, help. she's going to help me win. She's going to protest when I go up there, and I'll say thank you very much. Every time you protest, it's got to add about 25% of the vote. The Biden plan, she's telling us how to run our country. And she doesn't love our country, that I can tell you. The Biden plan will turn Michigan into a refugee camp. If you look at what they want to do, a seven, this is agreed to with Bernie Sanders and that group, a 700% increase. A lot of you people are saying, no, thank you. He has also vowed to terminate our national security travel bans, allowing unlimited migration from deadly war zones and terrorist havens. You're all sitting here saying, you know, I think I'm changing my vote. I think we'll go with Trump. That <laughs> I even have to do this. You know, I, I will say this, and, and it's terrible, but, you know, before this COVID, there's about 24 names, right? I like could China plague, China virus. But we have about 24. Let's just go with the China virus. Before the China virus came, we were going to have the easiest campaign in history. I was up so much. Now I got to work, right? I have to work. And that's okay. Actually, I think people respect it even more. They respect it even more. No, but it has. It's affected, you know, it's affected, you know, politics and leadership all over the world. I mean, people that were very popular all over because it's a pale, but we've handled it well. Our people have done an incredible job. Our generals, I mean, look at the vaccines. Look at hey, excuse me, look at me. I go in. Sister, I wasn't feeling too good. And they gave me something called Regeneron. The next morning, sister, I woke up and it was like, God, touched my shoulder. Right? I said, Mom, let me out him. I said, give me a trade deal for Michigan. I want to go and renegotiate a trade deal. Now, what they've done is incredible in a short period of time, six months. I mean, they never even heard of this drug. And now Eli Lilly's also doing something similar. We have things coming out that are amazing. And even the Times wrote today, people are getting better. People are getting better because of what's happening. And for the Times to write that, that's a very, very hard thing for them to write. You would have thought they would have waited a few days, actually. Let's wait. Let's put out that story on the 4th of November. And you know that everything's COVID, COVID, COVID. You know that. You turn in the news, COVID, 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 COVID. And, uh, you know, cases are up. Why are cases up? Because we test more than anybody in history. I mean, we test. We have tests on top of tests. We'd like another test. We got 19 different versions. And we test much more than India. They have 1.5 billion people. And many countries don't test at all. Many countries don't test at all. But we test more. But deaths are way down. And people are getting better. But I'm an example of it. My wife is an example of it. First lady. And Baron Trump, young, you know, very young, 14. He's my very tall 14-year-old boy. He's tall. He's, he's a tall guy, but he's a strong guy. And, you know, he tested positive. The doctor said, sir, Baron has tested positive. The doctor's here, Sean, great doctor, said he's tested positive. I said, positive for what? He said, COVID. I said, oh, that's terrible. He said, no, he'll be okay. Like 15 minutes later, how's Baron doing, Doc? Oh, it's okay. He's fine now. <laughs> no, they have strong immune system. Now they'll say, he exaggerated the tower, They're so sick. They're so sick. You know what I said? You know, I got myself into trouble with that also. A great gentleman from England. I said that refugees are coming in and they promise him more than they give our citizens. They said, we're going to give you health care. We're going to give you a free education. And every refugee that comes in We'll get a free Rolls Royce, and CNN went crazy. They said President Trump lied. They're not getting a Rolls Royce. You know, they took it very seriously. You can't be sarcastic. You can't have a little bit of fun because if you do, you look very bad. No, they said uh, it's not true about the Rolls Royce. But at at eight hundred at eight hundred thousand a pop, I would say probably not. They took it. CNN took that very seriously. Joe Biden's plan will delay the vaccine, postpone therapies, crash the economy and shut down our entire country. Under the Biden lockdown, countless Americans will die from suicide, drug overdose, deferred medical care. So many things happen. Abuse. I mean, what's happening? There will be no school, no graduations, no weddings, no thanksgivings, no Christmas, No 4th of July. There'll be no nothing. There'll be no future. Other than that, it's quite a good plan, I think. Biden doesn't have a clue. Look, the cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. Always remember. Biden wants to keep everyone locked up, even young Americans who are at extremely low risk from the virus. He wants to steal the dreams and the futures of our Youngest citizens. And, you know, when a child loses a year of his life because he's locked in. And one thing we have found, you know, there are a lot of telehealth has been great and a lot of. But when you're looking at a laptop, it's not nearly as good as sitting in a classroom. That has been that has been determined. It's not good. It's not the same. And we're keeping these kids away from school. And that's something. I mean, it's great in some instances and telehealth is one of them. But when it comes to school, we've learned very strongly it's not the same, which is why I'm going to win. We're going to win with a record number. I think there's a vote out there that is incredible. Let me ask you a question. Who has voted by ballot or who has voted so far? OK, who is going to vote on Tuesday? Yeah. It's a funny thing. You know, we tell our people go out and vote. We're not big into the ballot world. We sort of don't like it, okay? You know, because too many tricks get played. Like, they find ballot, Trump ballots in a waste paper basket. They find them in dumpsters. They found some in the river. Isn't that no? lovely? Look, all those ballots. Oh, they happen to be Trump ballots. No, they're finding them all over the place. 500 incorrect applications go, get sent to Virginia. The beauty was they sent many ballots to a certain state. that were only defective in one way. They didn't have the name Trump on it. In other words... If you wanted to vote for Trump, what do you do? I guess you're supposed to write it out. Then they'll say, you can't do that. <laughs> no, nah, it's a crooked deal. It's a crooked deal. It's a very sad thing. We like going to vote. And the other thing, funny, they don't want to vote. I could say go to vote on Saturday or on Sunday or Monday. They really want to vote on Election Day. And I like it. And we are going to have a red wave, the likes of which has never been seen. I, mean, I don't know. And let me give the Democrats the bad news. Their vote is under what they thought they needed. Yeah? Thank you. But their votes are under. You know, they're not performing like they should. They'll probably drop some of the ballots and sign them real quick. I could just see the governor of Nevada. I'm sure it'd never do this, but Get me some ballots. We're losing here. being, Because, you know, they don't want to have any signature verification in Nevada. They don't want the governor. He was a political guy. He ran the political club. So, you know, he's a beauty. So they don't want to have any verification of a signature. So if they lose losing, they'll say, get me some ballots real quick. I'll sign them myself. No. I went to vote. I voted and I went into a place in Palm Beach and I said, Boy, this is so the woman said, Sir Ma'am, please see your identification. I said, but I wanted that. You know, I mean I, I wanted. So I took out a passport. Sir, do you have any other form of identification? I said, Are you serious? I said, No, but I I did. I gave her something else. And I sat and I filled out the form. I mean, it was there was no way you could cheat. There was no way. I mean, it was really good. It was really professional, and other people they come in. It was so nice. And we should have voter ID, by the way, voter ID, the whole country. And thanks to our relentless efforts, only 3% of ER visits nationwide, right, are related to the virus. So 3% of hospital rooms, emergency rooms, 3% are related right now, exactly, just came out last night, 3% to the virus. Uh, a lot of people, you know, you read about cases, but now they're young people, they're college students, they're younger than college students, but they love the word case because cases, cases have gone up. They don't say that it's a, you know, 14-year-old kid or that it's a 20-year-old student or, I mean, you go under 70 and you go under certain ages and it's 99.9%. They're just, you know, it's a whole different thing, but they don't like to talk. But I see it's always... Cases are up and people go crazy, you know. No, it's, uh, you live with it and you have, uh, and you know what to do. We understand it now. You got to understand it. But we're making that beautiful turn and the vaccines are coming. And due to our groundbreaking therapies, the fatality rate is down 85%. Think of that. And our excess mortality rate is 42% lower than Europe. They kept saying, Germany, Germany, Germany. Yeah. First of all, they have different ways of counting. You know, in Germany, if you have a bad heart and you're ready to die or if you have cancer and you're going to be dying soon and you catch COVID, that happens. We mark it down to COVID. You know, our doctors get more money if somebody dies from COVID. You know that, right? I mean, our doctors are very smart people. So what they do is they say, I'm sorry, but, you know, everybody dies of COVID. But in Germany and other places, if you have a heart attack or if you have cancer, you're terminally ill, you catch COVID, they say you died of cancer. You died of heart attack. With us, when in doubt, choose COVID. (laughs) It's true. No, it's true. Now, they'll say, oh, it's terrible what he said. But that's true. It's like $2,000 more. So you get more money. This could only happen to us. Where cases are now surging. And despite, if you look at Europe, they're surging despite these draconian lockdowns. They have it locked down and they're surging. So... What happens is you get it, you're gonna get, if you get it, stay away. If you get it, you're gonna get better. And then you're gonna be immune, and it's a whole thing and it goes away. But the vaccines will help. But don't take my word for it because we have a video, and I wanna just show you a little video. We only do this to people we really like because this thing costs a lot of money. So we have a very little and very quick video, but it's very descriptive, and it talks a little bit about Sleepy Joe. Okay.
6: The fact is, every time I've uh, called the president, he's quickly gotten on the line. When we asked to get support for that mercy ship in Southern California, he was able to direct that in real time. What the federal government did working with states was a phenomenal accomplishment. Uh, We've got 2000 of these field field uh, medical sites uh, that are up almost all operational now in the state uh, because of his
5: support. those are the facts. Uh, His team has been on it. I know a team when they're on it. I know a team when they're not on it. His team is on it. They've been responsive late at night, early in the morning. We are working very well with FEMA Region 2 and with the Army Corps of Engineers building four field hospitals. Uh, That was a decision the president himself took, and I'm grateful for it. These were just extraordinary efforts and acts of mobilization. And uh, the federal government stepped up, uh, we needed help, and they were there.
6: He said everything uh, that I could have hoped for, uh, and we had a very long conversation, uh, and every single thing he said, they followed through it.
3: We've got to have double the number of ventilators that we requested for that area of the
2: state, and in fact, uh, we got them in,
3: frankly, short order. Have we
5: lost anyone because we didn't have a bed, or we didn't have a ventilator, or we didn't have Healthcare staff? No. The president
6: was extending support for new swabs. So, uh, conversation, commitment,
5: uh, promise made, promise kept.
6: My problem is I voted for NAFTA. I'm supporting NAFTA because I think it is a positive thing to do. And I do not pretend to be an expert on. Uh, International trade matters. That was terrifying. Trade agreements kind of like
7: NAFTA and permanent normal trade relations with China, which forced American workers to compete against people who are making pennies an hour, has resulted in the loss of 160,000 jobs. The president is absolutely right when he says that China has been cheating for 25 years.
5: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. But that says it all. That's easier than talking for a half hour. It says it all. Has no clue where he is. We're joined by some incredible people and warriors. Ben Carson and his incredible wife, Candy. Candy Carson, thank you very much. Thank you, Ben. Great job he does. What a great man. Congressional candidates. I hear he's hot. I hear he's doing great. Paul Young. Paul. That's great, Paul. I hear it's going good. You're winning, huh? I'm hearing good things. You're gonna win. And Eric Izaki. Eric. Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much. Good good luck, Eric heard you're doing really, we need these two guys. Please vote for them. And Michigan GOP chair, Laura Cox. Thank you. Are we winning, Laura? I see we're up. We're just up in the poll by three points. Good. So carry it in. I mean, three points. How the hell do you beat this guy by three points? Is that a win? I don't know. Hey, if it's one vote, we'll take it, right? We got to win. We got to win. Michigan is very important. Michigan, it's very important for Michigan that we win. For 47 years, Joe Biden betrayed the African-American community. Biden devastated black families with his disastrous 1994 crime bill. That came up very much in the debate. He called young black men super predators, and he did it all the time. I gave former prisoners a second chance by signing our landmark criminal justice reform that Biden couldn't do, and Obama couldn't do. Joe Biden flooded black neighborhoods with illegal foreign labor, and I'm providing black neighborhoods with billions of dollars thanks with our Opportunity Zones, which have turned out to be incredible. Tim Scott, Opportunity Zones have been incredible, what they've done for communities and for Hispanic, black workers. Under our Platinum Plan, we'll create 3 million new jobs for black Americans, restore safety to every neighborhood, and we'll deliver school choice to every parent in America. Right? Good. And in conclusion, I just want to say it's been an honor to be with you. This is incredible. It's cold out here. It's cold. I'd say it's a little cold. But over the years and over the next four years, We will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we will end the reliance on China once and for all. That's already started. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement. And we will ban deadly sanctuary cities. We will end the big tech monopoly and restore freedom of speech. We will defend religious liberty, the right to life and the right to keep and bear arms. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might, and we will ensure peace through strength. We will end surprise medical billing, require price transparency, lower drug prices even more. We have done something nobody's done. 52 years. Last year, drug prices went down, but now they're going to go down at a very high rate because we're doing favored nations... The drug companies don't like me too much i will tell you we will protect social security and medicare and we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions america will land the first woman on the moon in the united states will be the first nation to land an astronaut on mars we will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, in God we trust. For years, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for the great people of Michigan. See, now, a lot of times Biden would say standing up for the great people of Ohio. Ohio. No, it's Michigan. That's happened seven times. Can't do that. You can't let that happen. You can't let that happen. We did not come this far and fight this hard only to surrender our country back to the Washington swamp. So get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, and get out to vote. Get out to vote. <laughs> Gotta do it. Got a big day, Tuesday. T- don't even do it on Monday. My people said, oh, let them go Monday, Sunday. Don't worry about it. Just do it like you like to do it. Just do it. Tuesday's good. On November 3rd, we must finish the job and drain the swamp once and for all. Nobody ever said it was going to be that deep. Nobody ever said it was going to be that deep and that vicious, but we're knocking the hell out of them. They don't know what the hell is going on this thing. It's been tough for them, too. They never had a thing like this. From Midland to Mackinac, from Lansing to Grand Rapids, And from Battle Creek to right here in Waterford Township, nice. We inherit the legacy of Michigan patriots who gave their blood, sweat, and tears for this beloved nation. This is the state where Henry Ford invented the assembly line. Think of that. It's the place where General Motors, Chrysler, and Kellogg revolutionized entire industries. What a state. Michigan gave us Motown, the Mustang, and the unrivaled might of the American Midwest. We made America into the single greatest nation in the history of the world, and the best is yet to come. Proud citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. That's what I said I was going to do. With your help, your devotion, your drive, we are going to keep on working, we are going to keep on fighting, and we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God, and together with the incredible people of Michigan, We have made America powerful again. We have made America wealthy again. We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Michigan. Go out and vote. Thank you. Okay. So
2: how was it listening to the OG? He told you everything you needed to know, dropped all those nice nuggets, right? Told you what's important and what's not. I'm really glad he talked about the MIC because remember, Patrick Berge and I have both told you. That the MIC, yes, we have the companies with the guns and the missiles, right? But it's the private contractors. It's the journalists. Remember how Princess Diana died? Paparazzi, a.k.a. journalist. How many people are being detained in other countries that are simply what? What's that word again? Huh? Journalist. They're all private contractors. They're all assets. I mean... I've said it before. I feel like a hypocrite because I was one. Mm. I'm a very good one at that. Out in the shadows. But that's the way it is. And our president told you what's important. And he also told you, get out and vote in person. I mean, I'm voting early in the morning on Tuesday, and then I'm going to poll watch. So while everyone is trying to terrify you, because this is what the intent was, but those of you that have been listening to me know that we already know what they were planning. Um, there's nothing to fear because if I know, right, of course he knows. And like I said, I knew on August 16th when Millie was still in jail, where nobody was attacking anyone. People were still trying to wrap their heads around what Shadowgate was before uh, YouTube decided to call it hate speech I already knew there were crosses to bear hurdles to jump, but I have them all dead to rights and I have them all. And that's the thing. Is that a threat? No, it's a fact. I mean, this is about our nation, man. This is about us being free. And the more this kind of rhetoric and activity perpetuates, the worse it becomes. We got President Trump into office in 2016 and said no more and no more means no more. It doesn't mean not that much. It means it's done. It's over. Hasta la vista. It's, it's finished. Party's over, man. Game over. That's the way it is. Now, excellent stuff that the president told us, told us what's happening. And I'm also glad that, you know, the party that the president was planning uh down uh at the Trump Hotel has been canceled because he was going to have a party there. Of course, it should be canceled. These people have been preparing for a hundred years, so that was announced today. So no after party for him, and um, you know they're in a lot of cities, so there shouldn't be many after parties because they're going to come after every single Republican seat. Now, a lot of you may think, well, after the elections, I mean, what's America going to look like? Well, it kind of depends. I mean, we know what they're planning. I mean, as I said, in the video, right, there was DC Metro and FBI advising these people. Right. They have, well, I, I, is it that video or the one before? (laughs) There's like hundreds of hours worth of footage, guys. But they're actually assisting them. So we'll see. Now, in other news, um, while President Trump was on, I actually called my mom. (laughs) There was a massive earthquake off of the island of Samos, uh, which is um, right opposite from Smyrna uh, of Turkey. Massive earthquake. I mean, she felt it down in the Corinthian Gulf. Um, She said, according to their scale, it's like a 6.7, 6.8 U.S. standards to 7.0. She's fine. She's like, the house move, but let me tell you something. we had that house custom built so it's on you know um, the foundations move because it's high earthquake prone. Uh, that's how the houses are built. So um she said she's fine. They're just looking out for aftershocks um, the Corinthian Gulf is actually by a fault <laughs> fault line um, and I think I've mentioned to you uh, every time I would go there on vacation, there's a lake that used to be a city. It's a sunken city where you can actually dive and see the rooftops, the whole city like sank um, where the mountains split open and the sea came in. So massive earthquake. Uh, She said the only deaths that have been recorded so far in Greece are two high school students that were on their way home um, when the earthquake happened and a whole, you know, side of a building fell on them. Um, So two deaths, children. Uh in Turkey they have over 150 injured, but they've only found ten dead. I mean, they're buried under a lot of rubble. Um, so that's a that's a tragedy. In addition, since we're on Turkey, remember I um I told you guys that Turkey, Erdogan, has support from Qatar and what did I, else did I say? Pakistan. Because there's a big Shia front that has spurred up at the borders of Pakistan and China, right? Right on that border. It's a big strip. Well, you know how Erdogan called his jihad on France, right? Well, this has been going on in Pakistan at the French embassy. Pretty interesting, huh? Uh, There are riots and protests uh, outside of the French embassy. You know, they're protesting, throwing rocks. I mean, it's gotten dirtier. This is from a while back, from a couple hours ago. So I already said, right, (laughs) that that was going to happen. I told you that years ago. I reminded you again months ago that that is how it's going to happen and how Putin has the north, the south, the west is covered by the U.S., Greece, Cyprus, right? And if we were smart, we'd be looking at the east between Turkey and Pakistan because that's where it's going to come. So here it is. Um, so the, there is a lot going on around the world uh, in regards to COVID. Everyone's talking about new surges and all this stuff. Uh, new lockdowns, in other words. We need to control the people. We need to control the people. That's basically the key here. Controlling the people. Now, I wanted to show you something for those of you to understand just how well planned these things are. Hold on. Let's see, where is it? 2013, DC shutdown. I just want to say it's been around for a very, very long time. See, these leftists do not make plans on a whim. They they have these, they sit on them, and then they come forward with them. It's Ivanka's birthday today. Let's not forget that. Where's that other piece? Oh, Michelle Malikan did some really good reporting here. Okay, check this out. So public health bureaucrats actually told the school last Friday that they can regulate breathing because breathing constitutes movement. So apparently, um, the act of breathing constitutes movement. So the state mask order would apply to people who are indoors and stationary. What? Gestapo, anyone? So breathing is movement. Ergo, you're wearing a mask even if you're sitting down indoors. Um, that's really crazy, you guys. This is insane. All they want you to do is wear a mask. That's all they want you to do is to comply. And like the president said, hey, Laura, you're a little bit politically correct wearing that mask because it is about being politically correct. It's not about safety. It's about being politically correct. <laughs> so interesting. So um, on that note, you guys, uh Uh, On Sunday, we're having movie night. We're going to be watching Plot Against the President together. um, For those of you that are Amazon Prime, Uh, it'll be, it'll be (laughs) simple. I just can't believe it. I'm sorry. Like, uh, breathing is movement. So, um, since it's a two-hour film, it would be 8 p.m. at night, right? So it could be like a consistent time, uh, you know, a good time for people to go to bed, not too late. Uh, so we're going to be watching um, the documentary together on Twitch uh, through Amazon Prime. Now, next week is Election Week. Uh, so I will not be doing a show on Election Day in the morning, like at noon. But, but... I will be doing an evening election night because I'm going to be poll watching. So obviously I'm going to sneak some pictures if I can. <laughs> so we have something to talk about. I mean, I'm going to be down in the heart of it. Uh, so th- this will, you know, we'll have some good content too. Uh, poll watching. Now, I don't know if on the 4th, uh, the day after I'll be flying out, I might. I mean, my friend's gonna be a congresswoman i have to go and give her a hug right and jump at her (laughs) she's gonna be a congresswoman uh so i don't know i don't i i I could take an early flight and then maybe do my show from there and then uh come back i mean i still have that south those southwest dollars (laughs) it's not much round trip from cleveland to west palm beach so uh she's gonna be congresswoman so i'm thinking you know um I, I want to go see her. But again, uh, we don't know to what extent um, they will be effective. I mean, will these rank and file actually protect us? That's, that's the question. Uh, will the rank and files protect us? And ensure that the cities are not burned to the ground and that we round them up, all of them, like that we round them up. Like these federal employees that are on the video should be fired effective immediately. I mean, the Office of Personnel Management should have sent the Dear John letter and escorted them off the premises already. That is how it should have been done. And nobody cares about the union. They are promoting leaking. A guy admitted on camera that he leaked information to the media and they were really considerate and nice. They should be dismissed at a minimum immediately. So this afternoon, I'm going to sit down and put a few of their profiles up and who they work for and what they do. Because like I said, um, I saw that one journalist was like pretending to have sat in on those Zoom calls and it's like bitch. I know every single person on that call, even the Jane Doe and John Does, you are not on the Zoom call and you don't hack a call either. They've got cover so that you can't even record the calls because they <laughs> knew that we were recording calls. So um, that's the way it is. <laughs> I can't believe someone actually said that. I was like, do not go there. Uh, So I'm going to be putting that together so you know where your money has been spent funding these people to sit there and use your tax dollars against our administration, our government, our interests, because that's key. I know we have a lot of these crazy kids and they're dangerous with guns that can be dealt with very swiftly with the National Guard. But the infiltration we have within the agencies, all the federal agencies, every single one of them, is a very big problem. That is a huge it's like that Aaron Turnmeyer chick that called me inefficient and got promoted, okay? She got promoted after she said I was inefficient because I wouldn't give Obama what the hell he wanted so that he can fire Flint. yeah. Like that crazy ass chick. You saw her face. Could you believe that that face was actually responsible (coughs) in hiring and firing people at the ODNI? Like I I choked on my coffee thinking about it. I'm sorry. Like, come on. Just looking at them. I mean, don't they cast for these things? I mean, you, you know, in movies, when you watch a movie. The villain looks like a villain. The secretary looks like a secretary, right? The, the, the delivery boy looks like a delivery boy, hot, ugly, whatever, right? The delivery girl, the shop girl, they all get casted correctly. Like, you know, this chick, does she like inspire you? Let's take a look at her again. Seriously. I want to know who put her there. Well, I know who put it there. <laughs> I want you to know the casting, casting. Everyone's an actor. The casting, um, that, that they did on this chick. And I want you to look at her face. Look at what she says. Look at how she speaks and tell me how she, she inspires you as a legit manager of hiring people for the office of the director of national intelligence. Okay. This is the chick. Tell me how this fits. Take a listen.
4: Sorry. I lost internet connect internet connection last time i tried. So, i wanted to help and explain why we should be all concerned and what we can do when it talks about the police and the federal agents problem in Portland and how that differs from the issue but is similar to the one in DC about Lafayette Square and the other military policing issues. There is a law called Posse Comitatus passed in the 1800s that says that military cannot act on domestic soil, i.e.
2: Remember, this person was in charge. She was in the Division of Weapons of Mass Destruction. Then she became in charge of the whole division. She got promoted after I was in fishing. And then she moved up the chain of command and suddenly sat her cognitively diverse behind hmm, as the manager, talent manager, for the office of the director of national intelligence that oversees the whole fucking intelligence community who casted it or (laughs) they seriously
4: in the U S. So people should be appalled by what happened in front of the white house in DC. Now they are using federal agents and why? Because they're not technically part of the military. They're part of DHS. These agents are funded under counterterrorism money and not under policing money. And we are using them as police. I would recommend writing your Congress people and asking them to either expand posse comitatus to include policing, board, policing functions against our freedom of speech and petition. And if you can't do that, like writing them, just having those words and understanding what is the difference between these and why it's wrong. Cause I think we all know what's wrong, but it's hard to give you the words. So using agents still that are funded through terrorism in response to protests are fundamentally against our First Amendment rights of speech petition and assembly. So those all should be able to help you if you wanna think about how you can participate in citizen citizen action. So that's my explanation as I see it. And if I can answer any questions or help, just leave comments on on, um, the bottom of this video. So this is the end of my first one ever, hope it
1: went well
2: no it went like shit and to think that she was in charge of hiring people for our intelligence community should make you sick that chick was behind General Flynn being resigned by Obama I'm just telling you and and she didn't know me she didn't know me she just called me inefficient and inefficient is the nice way of saying she's not doing her job (laughs) yeah like what no No, no, (laughs) no. And someone will say, well, that was a direct order from your president. Yeah, to frame up the general so that he loses his pension. Fuck no, no, especially when you're wrong. No, I just was inefficient. (laughs) I was inefficient. And, you know, it's really hard. I'm going to say it again. People do not understand. I was a student. I had jobs and I was doing this. For them, I was working for them totally incognito, and I was telling on them, you have no idea how hard that is. No idea how hard that is. By the way, this chick now lives in Illinois, and she works for a firm that does, you know, psyops and, you know... um think tanking for the left and putting out things. The last thing they were tasked by Hillary Clinton was to see how they can sway people uh, to uh, take a vaccine if, you know, mandatory vaccines are in passed. And this is before she was elected because they all knew about this biological supposed weapon, you know, because uh, it, COVID is incredible. You know what I'm saying? COVID is crazy, right? Everyone's getting COVID, but there's no flu. It like cured the flu. So now we need to find a cure for COVID since it cured the flu, right? (laughs) That's like ridiculous. These people are sick. We've got four days. Four days. Four days until the elections. And on the 5th of November, I'm going to start my show early, an hour early. And I'm going to play that one-hour clip from 2018 that I didn't put up because the owner of Red State Talk Radio said, Oh, that sounds like a lot of Q stuff. And Q's a LARP. And Q is a threat to national security. So you can't have that on there. So the next day, I did my first show. And it was live. And I sounded really, really... (laughs) um am i doing the buttons right kind of thing save me because i was i wasn't i wasn't like familiar with the setup so uh we'll be playing that which is uh pretty interesting uh <laughs> so uh it'll be it'll be a great one and i guess my anniversary would be november 5th but it's actually november 6th so that would be two years Wait, no 2018 2019 yeah two years two full years, right? Radio, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm like thinking it out myself. So guys, as uh, we enter this weekend, I want you to know that the theme song for next week for the media and for the poll results will be this.
0: If I could turn the page and time that i'd rearrange just a day or two close my close my close my eyes but i couldn't find a way so i settled for one day to believe in you tell me tell me tell me lies Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Tell me lies, tell me, tell me, lies. Oh no, no, you can't disguise, you can't disguise. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Although
8: I'm not making plans.
0: I hope that you understand there's a reason why, close your close your clothes, your eyes, no more broken hearts, we better.